0: Hey man, dark and early on a uh, on a Tuesday. Hello, how you feeling? There's, I feel great. There's Moon, there's King Scott. He does feel great. Who me? Yeah. Ah, thanks, man. Nice, yeah, toned everything. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Rafe Williams. What up? He's sitting in this morning. Rafe, nice to see you, buddy. Good to see you guys, man. Thanks uh, for having me. Last time you were in, it was our last show of 2022.
1: Yep. We helped you. Uh, I helped you squeeze the juice out of a crappy year uh-huh, squeeze the juice <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah squeeze the juice out of 2022
1: that's right that was a yeah, wild ring year. the
0: rag and that's yeah. it and uh yeah now you're back good to see you buddy yeah thanks for having me bud uh man we've known you for a long time now huh yeah man long- been a many, hot
1: minute many years yeah and yeah, when did we first meet you 2016 2017 probably i'm gonna say you don't
3: think it was before that
1: it might have been before that i think that might have been the first time i was on
3: yeah we did some videos together
1: yeah so i'm not sure yeah long time long time long time i bet i've been on a i've been on a baker's dozen i bet i'm bet i pushing uh it i'll bet you (laughs) we we look it up give me one of them coupons you give everybody uh
0: (laughs) uh, yeah yeah, yeah. and
1: we're not the only ones
3: that feel like we should give you
0: a punch card you, yeah, get get <laughs> yeah, while, you get a free belly's. sandwich. After a while, you get a free sandwich.
3: We're not the only ones that feel like 2017 was not that long ago and then realize that it was actually. It was. Quite. It was five years but, ago. But, but, but I feel like, it not the world, I six mean, I think ago. 2020 really kind of threw everybody. So it's one of those, mm-hmm. like, 2017, oh yeah, that feels like, you know, two, three years.
1: It does, really.
3: That was a long time. It was, it was like long a two year, long year time
1: ago. Yeah, there's like a two-year pause in everybody's life. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, And then, there's a pause button. Yeah, I've seen people's kids. Holy cow, it's been
1: six years. Yeah. And, I've seen people's kids post COVID, and they're like they're in college. And I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you hit some kind of wormhole. I don't yeah, know. How that's that crazy. Happened. Um,
0: okay, so if people don't know Rafe, uh, all right, just a little background on on you. You're from from St. Louis. Like, yeah, was, originally.
1: I've lived here about 20 years. Yeah, this is home to me. Years? Yeah, just about. I grew up in Southern Illinois, which is a, in a little rural area, a town with 500 people called Dowell, Illinois. It's spelled D-O-W-E-L-L, do well, which was ironic because nobody was.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I moved here. Would started. that be
0: considered like St. Louis metro?
1: Eh, I think it's considered more northern Kentucky. What's it's pretty far down okay, there. So, so, but I'm pretty much, I'm a St. Louis boy, man. Okay. Was, like that been Sha- here. was
3: that in Shawnee? Yeah, it's down in it's the forest. national Dang. forest. What's, what's, the closest, what's the closest town that we would know? Carbondale. Oh, okay. Okay, so
0: when, when cool. somebody asked where you from, like, where are you from?
1: Carbondale's always a point of reference I give them because they're never going to know. When they ask me now where I'm from, I say St. Louis because, now St. Louis. I mean, I've been here. I, I'm fully, this is my city, baby. This yeah, was yeah. always the city I drove to for, like, anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cardinals You growing up, St. Louis was like... The shining city well, on the hill, and for us country folk. You didn't like the baseball team in Paducah. Yeah, no. It was. <laughs>
0: well, what what was the distance
1: between? Two, I'd say it's was, about an hour
2: and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. Your town's pretty big, though. It has a pennies. peak coffee shop. So there's. No, that.
1: you're looking at the wrong town, dude. There's no way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's a, pe- a Penny's? What is I don't that? Or t- oh, Pennies Perk, Sorry, it's I don't
3: know how to sell pennies. Oh, that's a coffee place. Oh, you thought it was What's J like C. A- pennies. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't
1: think so. At Roadhouse, Brad Wesley. JC Penney's is coming here because of me. Ask anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh okay, so so I'm a St. Louis comic. Started comedy here, worked my way up, paid my dues, and uh I you know, I love this city, man. It's home to me. Yeah, but sure.
0: that little town you grew up in sure. in Illinois, what did most people do?
1: When they graduated, man, like it's, what, were,
0: what were what what was the destiny of most people?
1: Uh, well, a lot of it was coal mines, and then the coal mines kind of shut down, and then they built prisons there. That was kind of the state's way of being like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't put you underground, but we can lock you in a cage with mm. violent people. And they were like, so they built a lot of prisons. And that's a good job, man. And it's a lot of like, Oh, you know, in that area, there are a lot of prisons? There's like three or four in Southern Illinois. Yeah, they built like Pinckneyville. Uh, I think Centralia has one. I think there's one. The Big Muddy Correctional Center. Mm. Uh, Menard is another one. Save big money at Menard's. Um, mm-hmm. But not that one. So- <laughs>
0: So so uh so basically most of the townsfolk would be involved in the building of
1: and maintaining of
0: no, the so
3: prisons. Employees. Just a employees. Lot of employees.
1: Yeah, it's just like uh it's a good job, like right out of high you know, a lot of people some people went to college, some people went to SIU, but a lot I would say a good chunk of my folks, you know, it was the sheet metal plant, there was like a couple factories around, um, or they go work at the prison or the coal mine and then that's it. That was kind of the jobs, man. That
3: happens and to a lot of towns. Blue collar. And then
1: they retire. They get their pension, right?
3: Yeah, that happens to a lot of towns around here in Missouri. I mean, there was a... I mean, Shelbina, for one, they had a sheet metal company or a copper company for a long time. And yeah. then It's still a A lot of those folks that are still there are working in different prisons around the town. I mean, not, there's no prison in Shelbina, but there's prisons in some of these other <laughs> small towns, and they employ a lot of people, man.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and that's like when one of those places shuts down, like the entire, the entire town goes to crap.
3: Like yeah, I mean, that they're all reliant
0: on, you know, one big business to employ the entire, yeah. the
3: entire she, town. Cheap metal company closes and, damn it, there goes our steakhouse.
0: Yeah, well, there goes our
3: Yeah. everything. It I, destroys, I, I, destroys I towns. I, I know. Once the steakhouse, once the one steakhouse leaves, you go, oh no, it's the beginning of the end. Or That's
1: Walmart. It. When a Walmart supercenter gets built, <laughs> you want yeah. get the boards out because Main Street <laughs> is
0: getting boarded up. <laughs> well, then, uh, then, you know, the, the lumber companies do well and they're
2: sure, it's true.
0: Uh, you know, it's a it's a it's, <laughs> real, it's, a, it's a real ebb and flow <laughs> system. <laughs> um okay, so then you wanted to be you wanted to be a comic uh, like in high school, out of high school, what were the plans? Man,
1: you Williams? know what's crazy? I wanted to be a comedian since I was in third grade. I wrote a letter to myself and you know that letter they make you write at the beginning of the oh, year yeah. like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then you open it at the end of the year and mm-hmm. you're like uh-huh. I wanted to be an astronaut. Now I want to be a fireman. Yeah, I wrote comedian, and I don't think that's ever really changed. But being from a place like that, it didn't seem real. That just wasn't like... like the, <laughs> I remember asking my English-slash-drama teacher, uh, like, how do I get on Saturday Night Live or become a stand-up comedian? And she said what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, she probably went,
3: uh, Brad next to you has got a better chance of being an astronaut. Yeah, she so goes like, just write astronaut. You
0: know what yeah. I mean? Like, that was kind of,
1: I think the- Yeah,
0: write sheet metal worker.
1: Yeah, you know, I was from a small place. We didn't have a lot of money and it was like the, I think the budget for the arts in my school was approximately the cost of a king size Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we pretty much did Little Shop of Horrors one year, Grease the next and kept all the costumes and that was it, you yeah. know? You know, maybe a winter play. But- I kind of kept so I tried on a lot of personalities, man. I also had a kid when I was really young, yeah. so I was like, that's went true. in the military. You know, I tried. I went to like schools with administrative justice, so I could be a cop or a mm-hmm. prison guard myself. Yeah, because that's just kind of like the ex. There's a lot of tough guy expectations and stuff like that. So like, you kind of kind of fell into that, and then I was like, ah, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Yeah, it sucks for me anyway. And I was just like, all right, I got to figure this out. So I just decided. You know, I moved to St. Louis, and then I uh, shoot, on a, shoot, on shoot a, my shot. On
0: a wing and a prayer, huh? Wing and a prayer, dude. Bon Jovi, I'm here. Were there, was there anything set up for you here? Or were you I, just, I'm going to move I'm going to St. Louis? So and- I
1: went to graduate school at SIU Edwardsville to justify the move mm-hmm. to myself. Do you know? i yeah. be like, well, I'm going up there for school. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took out all my student loans and just... Partied yeah. hard,
3: yeah. so you uh, didn't get
1: your degree, huh?
3: I did. I do have but a, ma- was, I have a oh, master's
1: degree, believe it or not. That oh,
3: right. was the material. smartest guy in the room. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. He only went to school and partied for material. It's just, you know, I'm, that's I'm, it. It's research. Yeah. Yep, I got oh, a master's degree in
1: comedy, bro. Well, what'll I get you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a guest appearance <laughs> on my favorite radio yeah, show. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the degree?
1: I have a master's in public administration with an emphasis on healthcare. That's a mouthful, which is really. Kind of like an MBA, I guess, but more geared towards the public sector. Because I was like, that was the only jobs that seemed to have growth where I was from was hospital. Because mm-hmm. people are always going to be sick. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, all right. There's always going to be a need for that.
3: Wow. Yeah. Pr- prison but, and sickness. Crime and.
1: Crime and sickness, baby. Crime and sickness. <laughs> the only things you can count on in this world. How old
0: were you when you, when you had a kid?
1: I was 19. Oh, oh, amateur.
0: Dude, that's Amateur, hour. and yeah, then, we, uh,
1: but he gave. He had a kid at fifteen, so I was a grandpa at thirty-six. That's right. So yeah. I put, you know, yeah. I clocked in early. <laughs> that's right. I'm a man, I was the. It's right. I was the first generation of. I'm a Gen X grandpa. I'm Neil Armstrong of grandpas of my generation.
0: <laughs> so your kid had a kid at fifteen.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you just you got to try to outdo your old man. That's right.
0: Overachiever.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> Chip off the old block, huh?
1: Yeah, well, he's a good kid. I bought him a box of Magnums when he was 14, and I said, you'll be ready for sex when you grow into these.
3: All right. And he
1: didn't wait. <laughs> Knowing full well that day wasn't
0: coming for him. Well, you know what, Rafe? happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Going to be sitting in for the next couple of days. Uh dude, I tell you what. I don't know how many people sent us this article about the uh, the rejected vanity plates uh, in yeah. Missouri. You see the story? No. And this is from the uh, Springfield News Ledger. Headline and 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 thank you to everybody who sent this to us. Missouri uh, Missouri rejects almost 500 vanity license plates in 2023. Here's the list. Yeah. And these were all the rejected vanity license plates
3: uh, there's a lot of
2: them
0: and I, I, has anybody ever had a, a vanity plate mm. no uh,
3: i think i did i apply no? for one yeah
0: oh you have oh yeah uh what first first have. of all so i got questions how much does it cost
1: i don't know my mom did it it's uh i had okay i never to...
0: even thought of doing it
1: me neither But I had, so I bought a car for $150 for my first car. It had three wheels. I went to the junkyard and got a rim on it. It was a Datsun. It didn't even, it was so ugly. It was so ugly, they didn't even give it a name, dude. It wasn't like the Datsun. Uh, pinnacle. It was like the dots in B two one seven nine. It was just like yeah. they were like, We're not even giving this a name. <laughs> was, we're it, not even trying to pretend like it's cool. It
3: had like a weird kind of like a like a bean type hatchback. Yes. And, just, and brown yes. and Just enough room for you, yourself, and one friend?
1: Yes, and it was baby poop brown. Oh. Yep. It was yeah, like baby light brown. baby poop tight. brown <laughs> and it was beat up, man. Was it the b, b uh two ten? Yeah, look that
2: that car it's is awesome. You said the BM two ten?
1: Yeah, it, it was a BM, all right. Um So I got it, and, dude, this car had the windshield wipers didn't work. It ran, but it was like someone had gutted it, and when I took the seat covers off, the driver's seat was a toilet bowl lid with a throw pillow duct taped on it, and they'd taken a blanket that's and duct taped the back. No, it doesn't look that cool. What? No, that ain't it. That's not it.
3: Is is it I amazing? Mean, it's it's like, way
1: more of like a, a roller skate looking like car. Like this thing.
3: It's this shape. It just. Yeah, that's they it.
1: usually had terrible. <laughs> that's looks. a little closer.
0: Oh, dude, that's yeah. a sweet looking car. Uh,
1: Well, mine, <laughs> mine was like, definitely, that must be the XLE. I did not get that. <laughs> The shocks were, everything was bad about this car, dude. It was the, it was voted the ugliest car in my high school, and that's saying something where I'm from, okay? It was in the yearbook as worst car in high school. Your car? My car. Right. And And uh, it had no shocks. And somebody, the back seat, well, someone had taken the back seat out and just drilled an igloo cooler into the bottom of the <laughs> thing. So I had, like, an igloo cooler that would, like, if you put ice in it, it would leak out the bottom of the thing and <laughs> if i got history. more than three people in it it would the shocks were so bad it'd be like going down the rag, road yeah, it was just the, it was just drum. a turd it was just a rolling turd and i was like ah oh, it's embarrassing but at least i got wheels right and my, i came home and my mom goes got a surprise for you baby and i go what's that and i go out and the license plates on my car say rafe 23 now <laughs> <laughs> listen
4: oh no my name
1: isn't john or bill i have a very unique name yeah okay so for my mom to plaster that on the back of this rolling turd i was just like okay i see your angle here jackie uh no i guess i will be keeping my virginity for a while like there's no chance no girl's gonna be like ooh, whose ride is th- whose whip is this
3: was it closer to this one oh, man.
1: yes that is the exact what, one i think well one? 81 but, I mean, a real beat-up version of that. Yeah. Is Rafe short for something? Uh, it's short for Raphael uh, because my grandma, they named me Rafe. My grandma threw a fit that it wasn't in the Bible. Uh, but my parents, uh, God bless them, they misspelled it. Right, so they didn't, so it's still not in the Bible. They changed it when I was two on my birth certificate to make my grandma happy. Oh, wow. I never knew that it was my name until I was 13. What you mean? Like what? I saw my Social Security card. When oh, I was, you know, you don't think about that stuff when you're a kid. They called me Wraith my whole life. No one ever like. Oh,
3: but it, and it said Raphael. It's Raphael. Like, hey, who's, yeah. who's this?
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did
3: I, did I have a twin? I'm a twin. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But they spelled it Whoa. wrong. <laughs> Whoa. R a p h e a l instead of a e l.
0: All right. So you had. So you had vanity plates. I never even thought vanity,
1: of it.
3: dude. I never even thought it's, of getting. I them think up. they're pretty cheap. I think they're. I mean, nowadays they're probably a couple hundred bucks.
1: Let me tell you something. Those if my mom bad. bought them, they got to be cheap. <laughs> she wasn't letting go of
3: much money i think but. i looked into it in the 90s and it was like 50 bucks at that at that point
0: so, oh f- just 50 bucks to get them i think to so get pressed. yeah probably all right so uh, missouri department of revenue receives hundreds of applications every year for personalized plates but it does not approve all of them according to the department rules plates will be rejected that contain letters numbers or combos of letters Uh, Composed letters and numbers that are, quote, obscene, profane, patently offensive, or contemptuous of a racial or ethnic group, offensive to good taste or decency, or would present an unreasonable danger to the health and safety of the applicant, or other users of streets and highways, or of the public at any location where the vehicle with such a license plate may be found. That's pretty wide.
3: Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen one out on the road that you're like, whoa, I can't believe that passed? I forget what it was, but it yeah. happened like a year or two ago. I All saw I one. Think- I was
0: like, "Whoa, that got by!" My- All I think of is the Seinfeld episode, Ass Man.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got the, yeah. Got yeah. The Ass Man, right? That would never fly. No.
1: Yeah, not today.
0: That would be that would be rejected outright.
1: I saw a creative one uh, on my way home from Cincinnati. I did some shows in Cincinnati last week. I was driving home, and somebody on a Kia Forte had stolen with an E. The three is the E, and I was like, "Cause they've been getting stolen." You know, uh, yeah. oh, by right. the thumb drive. And I was like, oh, "What?" Yeah. A, that was kind of a creative way to get uh-huh. around the thumb drive bandits. Be like, just make your plates say stolen. So <laughs> hopefully
0: uh-huh. the, the robbers will laugh and move on to the next gear. Oh, yeah, or deter, maybe. Yeah. So in 2022, <laughs> the rules led to 471 applications being rejected, a full list of which the news leader Springfield obtained through an open records request.
3: This is just a Missouri, too.
0: This is just, this is just Missouri
3: who has this job because you got to be like really up on it. I was reading the entire list. The majority of it is pretty obviously profane things. I can't even say. And then the other, some of them I was like, I don't know what that means. I can't yeah. even figure. Yeah. Some of them I can't figure out. I can't figure out what's wrong with it. It just looks like a combination that I'm just not. All
0: right. So reads, read some of the rejected.
3: Well, I'll give you a read a f-
0: some of the rejected plates.
3: Here, here's some that we can figure out. Some, some, some of which I'll, I'll, I'll ask you guys. I mean, uh, f u b a r, fubar. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. F up beyond recognition. Right, beyond all recognition. Uh, here's a six nine b d s m. Okay, that would not pass. Not gonna fly. Uh, how about h? Now, so if you're in, you're,
0: if you're in the uh, department that, <laughs> right? If you're in the department that rejects these or or lets them through, you need to know, right. You need to be
2: up on all this. That's stuff.
3: what I'm saying. You you have like a resident like 20 year old that you're you're like, it, hey, no, what about this You can't this have one?
2: someone with a sense of humor. That's for sure. It's going to be a no-nonsense kind of person. But also,
1: like... That person has to admit they know what some of this that's stuff. Right. Is. Oh,
2: that's right. Right. Good point. So it's, I wonder
1: if there's someone that's like.
3: It's got to be a team. <laughs> it's a team. Six
1: nine BDSM. I guess that's cool, right, guys? <laughs> 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 trying to wait. <laughs> it's like a panel. July They're nine. all like just looking at each other, slowly bringing the stamp down for approved. Like, yeah, exactly. I didn't even know what that meant. Uh,
3: let's see. Shafts. at S h a f t s. You know, just shafts. Shafts that, that did, got that, rejected. That got rejected. M U R D three R. You can't uh, murder. have murder for a, a license plate. <laughs> Why not? How about H uh, P Y A F?
0: H. Hyper uh, happy as F. Oh. Yeah.
3: Happy happy A um, well, F. Well, five E X Y A F. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> five. <laughs> five E X Y A. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sexy so so f.
3: this one's not gonna fly. B P B P M F.
0: B P. B-P-M-F.
3: I assume that's beep beep, mother. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one's cool. <laughs> Respect. Like, oh, that's good. <laughs> they should
2: have left that one.
3: I'm kind Man, of upset about that
1: one. They're really splitting hairs. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, come on, guys. <laughs> Strict.
1: <laughs> oh. yeah.
3: How about H-V-Y-B-C-H?
1: Heavy
0: bitch.
3: I, I guess. H V Y. Yep, H V Y B C H. Heavy bitch. Heavy bitch, okay. Uh R B R D C K. R B R. We're we're going to assume that's rubber duck. And I don't think Yeah. What is it? R B
0: R what? R B R D C K. Ernie was driving Ernie from Sesame B- Street was driving that car. D C K.
3: R B R D C K? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll just go with rubber duck. Yeah, it's a rubber that. duck. Sure, yeah. Uh let's see. Oh, W 1 D A S S.
0: W one, D A S S. (laughs) Oh, is it wide? Like wide ass? I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, wide ass. (laughs) I
2: like that one. That's good. W
0: one D A S
3: S. Okay, Mm -hmm. wide ass. Uh, M L F W G N.
0: M L F, W. (laughs) -W (laughs) Milf wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh come on! You got that
3: one. uh, (laughs) That one's not gonna fly. Oh come on! Uh, Here's an obvious one. D A M G R L. Damn girl. (laughs) <laughs> damn girl. Oh, see that's that, that's rejected. That was rejected. That's silly. Uh, and, that's silly. Uh, let's see. We're we not allowed to have any fun anymore. Zero h d a m n. Oh damn, that was rejected. Um, let's see. Uh, l u v p one g.
0: L u v p p one g. Yep. Love pig.
3: Yeah, I guess so. Love pig. How about p m p m b l.
0: P m P-M-P-M. p <laughs> m. B L P M P M B L.
3: Yep. Uh, trying to figure that one out. Oh, come Night. on, man. That's pimp mobile. Uh, uh, it's got to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's Again,
0: a, why? Why are we rejecting that?
3: Here's one that's clever and stupid all in one. Uh, v B R eight T R. tr
0: VBR? Yeah. V B R um, what? Eight T R. Eight T R. Oh, vibrator. What well, you vibrator? Yeah. But it doesn't oh, need the
3: T. There's a T and eight. You know what I mean. It doesn't need the last yeah. T.
0: That,
3: that one's kind of
0: dumb. See, uh, I can't see. Rafe, you're getting these right away. Just him reading these. I need
1: to write all these out.
3: Yeah. Uh, PRVR TD.
1: PR. Perverted. Okay. Love it. Not <laughs> even get, yeah, I not have was, to like. I, I don't uh, have a pen, so I'm <laughs> sussing them out of my head and trying to figure out if I can say them on the air. Oh, Riz. There's a lot going on.
3: Maybe this here. was your. This this was on your application. Uh, H8P. H8P. Yep. H-H-P-E-P-L.
0: Oh, hate people. <laughs> yep, hate people. That's, yep, they, yep. Well, that's why I never got my plates in the middle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's, here's one. Uh, PPB1G. PPB1G. PP...
0: Oh, pee pee big. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: like that? Yeah. That's what would happen. That they had to reject that because all the 40-year-old men would be giggling if they read that. Yeah. I bet you uh, this like a know. three
0: or four-person panel. I look at them. They gotta be.
3: <laughs> a pee <pee-pee> pee big. Yeah. <laughs> got I got this one.
0: Rejected. So also,
1: what got through that they had to create this panel? I want to yeah. see the ones yes. that like in like ninety-one where they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> we need a new department. <laughs> somebody.
3: somebody Somebody tried to get uh, cuz I've seen some wild ones. Uh, me too. Me too. Uh, like that,
1: so, that, that are worse than these, I that feel. That you like. would say had this get through? Yeah, there's some to get. Or I mean, they're definitely worse than some of these. I, I've seen a very a lot of variations of sexy something yep. on plates. There's Every there's Once a, in a while one'll slip through the system.
3: Somebody tried to get B1G uh PMP, Big Pimp. Okay. Uh here's a great one. Uh this is this this one's for you, Scott. Uh MRF A-R-T. M-R-F. Mr. Fart. Mr. Fart. That one is beautiful. Can you imagine if you Mr. see Mr. Fart? If you uh, what? Wait, let's think of the vehicles that these plates belong.
1: Please, on. my father is Mr. <laughs> fart, and then his wife's got the Mrs. Fart and S <laughs> Fart. Please call me Doug. My father is Mr. <laughs> fart.
3: What vehicle is Mr. Fart driving past you? A Dang. datsun. A datsun. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, that A was No, I
1: definitely was driving Mr. Fart's car, <laughs> and that's what it should have said on those plates, not Rafe twenty three. <laughs> What ladies, was were you thinking of maybe fooling around with me? <laughs> have a look at this three-wheeled vehicle that looks like a rolling ball of poop.
2: Hey, ladies, Mr. Fart is here. I think a '98 Honda Accord <laughs> yeah.
1: would have that, Mr. Fart.
2: Does Mr. Hey, Fart hey, represent hey.
3: the driver or the name of the car? That's that's the. It represents
1: way. the driver, of course.
3: <laughs> what was the 23? Did I miss that? Were you a Jordan fan?
1: It was. It was like my football number.
3: Oh. It
1: was like my. Sports number. I mean, she thought she was doing a cool thing. Yeah, it yeah. was just like ah, she's notoriously bad. It's. I'm like
0: trying that. not to draw attention to me <laughs> in this car.
1: She was like your first car, and I. Sprung for vanity plates, but didn't ask me what I wanted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought she was—our heart was in the right
0: place.
3: You know, it's yeah. funny, and that just, that, it just reminded me. You said you got voted ugliest car in high school. Yeah. And mine was pretty bad, but it wasn't as bad as his one kid's. He had a red—I don't know what it was, but it might have been something along the lines of what you're talking about. But it was so bad, and he had a sunflower painted on, painted on the side. He leaned in. And, and it he painted on the side, don't laugh, your daughter's in here. Oh, nice. nice! And it said that, and like, and I always thought, well, look at that guy. He's, I mean, let be honest, he's making the best nobody's of Nobody's daughter I guess. was in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He was a pretty nice, pretty nice feller. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, if he said it enough times, people would believe it. Maybe, but I, I don't know. How about your school having the ugliest
1: car superlative?
2: Yeah, yeah that's well, very cool. You know, it is awesome. You need awards. That's a small town thing.
1: Sure. sure, it was all a nice razzing. it was all on the good side of things. No, honestly, do they do they do those anymore? Senior superlatives? The closest. Uh, uh, I th- I don't know. I don't know. Don't I feel know. like there's probably been pushback on. I know they don't do like most handsome anymore. I know like my friend that's a little younger than me had his yearbook out the other day at his house, and he was. Show- I was looking through it because he went to like High Ridge, Missouri, it was way might as well have been a phone book compared to my yearbook. My yeah. yearbook was like nine pages, and. I was like, who got most, you didn't get most handsome, man? He goes, "Ah, they didn't do that. Huh. Don't do that anymore. You, probably because they don't want to make people feel like they're being judged on their looks. Right. Which is probably a good thing, but it's also like probably a real handsome guy that what had been that? like his on. whole life. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, I'm <laughs> getting that. I Moisturizing every this. night. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's like uh, doing a John Stamos workout video or something huh. and like
0: every, yeah, every finally day, gets there. Every day works on his face, like, you know, no, no blackheads. Yeah, yeah hoping one day he'd get that most handsome award and they eliminated yeah. it. Yeah. He
3: didn't go out for sports just just to avoid getting hit uh-huh. in the face. Man.
1: Took the, the I lost kick. that to a guy, my friend Mike Abaduski, great guy. Uh crazy, crazy, crazy guy. Had like a beat up Mercury Cougar and he took his dad's welding torch and he cut the top off. It uh, was not a, it was not a convertible <laughs> to make a sunroof. And then he Went to a thrift shop and he bought old World War II leather helmet and (laughs) pilot's glasses and a white scarf and he would drive it. It (laughs) Freezing cold, dude. And (laughs) then he drove it through (laughs) the yeah. He drove it through the mud one day and like took off the glasses and it was just like a perfect (laughs) rain.
3: Looking like a red bear. Looking like the red bear. Yeah, he just tore this thing up
1: and it was. He was just like, it's horrible, so I'm gonna make it worse. And I still lost. To that car you mean you my car was still worse than that <laughs> yeah car. yeah
3: you still got the award
1: just to let you guys know how bad this car was and well <laughs> I remember he tried to at a bonfire he tried to jump it over an old burned out foundation of a house and the mercury cougar got stuck and we're like well we'll get a tow truck and he's like don't worry about it and he just set it on fire
3: Mm. And I'm like That sounds familiar don't, I had a, They I had don't a make door. them like that anymore I had a door uh, Or a hole All the way through the door About the size of a baseball And it was from A big old chunk of rust That was on there And yeah. my, my key got frozen In the thing And I got upset Kicked the door That thing fell off And then it died In the middle of the page And I left it
0: Think yeah. about this Do parents give their He's kids left it? I left it Do parents <laughs> give their kids Beaters anymore? I went to work I emptied the trunk I don't the think
3: trunk. they do <clears throat> no, no, no Definitely it's not It's hard to find them
0: Definitely right? not No because Because now it's all about Safety features
3: yeah, I You want to
0: give your kid a safe car. This thing had died
3: so many times that I was pretty sure I, my uh, our mechanic, our family friend mechanic, when he came over to try to fix it the last time, he was like, yeah, I think this is probably the last time I'm going to have to work on this thing. And when he said that, I went, okay, well, the next time this dies, I'm leaving it. And it died in the middle of page on my way to work. I had another couple blocks to go. I emptied the trunk, and I walked to work, and I called the uh, Kidney Foundation and said, hey, I got a car to donate. And they said, where can we pick it up? And I said... Uh, right across from the uh, Chinese place on, uh, <laughs> do they get on, it on page. Yeah, yeah, they got it. That's Just crazy. think,
0: your, your parents let you drive that car was probably like a death machine.
1: Oh, uh, it literally it was a stick shift that I did not have to push the clutch in because <laughs> it was like all I had to do was let off the gas and it popped right into gear. Yeah. Like it had all kinds of glitches on it, dude. It was like there was no way this was passing any kind no of. No way, dude. I mean, I told you the seats. I was I sat on it. It literally was a toilet bowl seat with the throw pillow duct tape. That's what my butt. <laughs> yeah. That's what I took the seat covers off, and then they had like a blanket like duct taped around the back because they had gutted this whole thing out. And both seats were like that. They just had like stuffed random household items to make sort of the same mold of a seat. Right. And then I had buddies like riding on a cooler in the back. i get the whole baseball team. i drive to baseball practice with like seven guys in it. And the back of it would be like, you literally see smoke coming off the tires while I'm driving it down the highway. Now,
0: you know, we look back on that with very fond memories. My buddy had a car that you could, while driving, take the steering wheel off. Yeah. The steering wheel, like, it would come off. Who needs off. a club? <laughs> I'll take the steering wheel with me. It's almost like you would take the faceplate off the radio. Yeah. You would just take the whole steering wheel, but it would also come off while he was driving. Well, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Downside. Yeah. Uh, but yep, we, look, tr- you know, we look back very fondly at those, at oh, those yeah. memories, and now you go, I would never let my, well, me.
3: Never. Yeah. Never let
0: my kid
1: drive a car like
2: that. My I don't think way. kids
1: would do it either, man.
2: My truck would start with a screwdriver. Oh, yeah, dude. His yeah, the back was... window, you could just push open, so it was yeah. pointless to lock it. And the speedometer, the gas gauge, none of that stuff worked. No. <laughs> no. Nothing, nothing <laughs> was, worked. Uh, the no, no, it was the vents. No, no,
3: no. It was great. When he'd be like, you know, drive my truck. You start driving, he'd go, oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, none of the panels work. So just, like, you know, be reasonable. Yeah. he'd Be reasonable. And this thing was enormous. Monster, <laughs> monster truck, truck style, dude. Monster. <laughs> like, wouldn't fit in any parking garage, this kind of thing. And that was what Scott was driving.
1: Dude, I got a... It's also, like, kids, I think, are a little resistant to it. Like, they're a little... I think they're a little better than driving those things. Uh, This is not going to look
0: good on Instagram. Uh,
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I got a '96 Jeep Grand Cherokee that I've kept alive, dude. This thing's got like 300,000 miles on it. It's become it's my Millennium Falcon, dude. It's gotten me through (laughs) multiple DUIs. uh, Survived it. It survived like being, I didn't have a license for like a year and it was just like, I'll be in the garage waiting, my friend. (laughs) And it started right up after sitting for a year. Didn't do any maintenance to it. Just went in there and it's like, this is old gas, but I'll drink it. You know? And it was like, when my son turned 16, I was like, maybe it's time. You want to inherit the Jeep? And he's like, hell no. I don't want that thing. And I was like, what's wrong with the Jeep? And I'm like, it's a good car. It's a big tank. It's a big, yeah, yeah. it's a Solid. perfect car to put a 16-year-old kid in. Mm-hmm. And he was just so righteously indignant that he didn't want. And yeah. I'm like, this is my everyday car, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know how... <laughs> no know how insulting this Yeah, is. this isn't like a project I'm keeping in the garage. This is the <laughs> thing that I drive to gigs, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> Think yeah, you're better something. than me? You think you're better? <laughs> I was getting a fight with him over it.
0: At me. Well, remember the whole thing was uh, was crumple zones.
1: Oh, remember yeah. cars oh, used to have crumple
0: yeah. zones. Yeah, your awesome. Dotson was a crumple zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> crumple stiltskin. <laughs> he lived in it. If you could guess his name, he would make the air conditioning work again. Yeah, Boy. I don't think I don't think
0: the uh, the parents nowadays are handing down. Although cars nowadays are are looking a lot better when they get to the age of what you would have had.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. They are last. Like cars longer. are
0: being made better today. Yeah, they're not rusting through like yeah. you know, your first car. You know, it's yeah. not yeah, going to be a hole. You know, a hole in the floor. Because our
3: cars, our first cars, were made in the seventies, man. Like, you know. Yeah,
0: seventies or eighties.
1: <laughs> Out of Pittsburgh steel. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Real American steel. Real American steel. That is true. That's why they rusted through. That's why yeah. your feet could touch the. I had some floorboard rot where, like, you could probably put a foot through it by the end of
0: mm-hmm. it. Yeah, now, now they make the cars a lot better now, so you know, so for the sure. outside is not rusting as. Kids it wants are
3: driving to. later too, man. I was driving two hours after I turned 16. Me too.
1: <laughs> yeah, easy. Couldn't wait. Couldn't, couldn't wait. Couldn't for wait. I, like, it like, is weird. Legitimately kids kids wait. are like not. I met somebody the other day who was 26 years old and they'd never driven. 26. A comic, a comic? Yep. What, this? Is I a thought New they were East? messing with me. This is I a New
3: went, Yorker. Like maybe No. No, I understand
1: her. in New York City because no, they, ang- they told me it was later. an anxiety thing. They had really they had anxiety and they didn't want the, they didn't want the stress of driving. Well,
0: that's other issues. Now sure. now, you, how old do you have to be? Fifteen? Fifteen to get your permit here?
3: Uh probably yeah, yeah. My, my my daughter's actually very excited to, to drive in. Yeah, I mean like I, next year. I, I
0: was at the DMV taking my written test because for us it was sixteen that my on my birthday.
3: Yeah me too. Uh, ours was 15 and a half for a permit and I got that at the half birthday and then 16 for the license. Uh, we I mean Scott and I were driving in the country a couple of years before that but-, yeah. but legally. Yeah.
0: Legally. And it was all about freedom. It
2: was all about getting away from your parents. Yeah. Mine was more my parents they were forcing me to make sure I went The day I turned 16, so they didn't have to drive me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: Dude, I had two younger brothers. I I immediately became a chauffeur service.
3: Oh, me too. Me too. I I took my brother and his friends to school every day.
1: Yeah, I immediately became, like, errand runner in Rafe 23.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but You know,
0: also, if, if, if you have a kid that plays sports, I think they'll get their license when they can, because they drive themselves yeah. to practice.
1: But did you never been more pumped to run an errand for your mom? Oh, yeah. Than when you're 16 years old yeah, and yeah. they're like, "You want to run up town?
3: Yep." And grand, yeah.
1: Mom, I'd do anything for oh, you. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we're out of eggs. I'll get them.
3: <laughs> we out of anything today? Oh yeah. Need to get you out. Need to go, to go to the store. I'll you're in
1: them. the backyard smashing eggs.
3: Well, you know why? Because that. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I had to pay my own insurance, my own gas, my own everything, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. So anytime there was like a there was an errand to run, I was like, well, I mean, I got, I got no gas, man.
0: You know, somebody speaking of speaking of kids and, and working and being at home, somebody sent us this Am I the A-Hole? And I that this is a pretty good a pretty good topic for discussion, especially, you know, since you, both of you have older kids. Yeah. Um and thank you, Sarah, listener, Sarah, for sending this over. You you ever go to that Reddit Am I the A-Hole section? No. Uh,
4: dude, <laughs> I'm too great. scared of what I'll find.
0: It's great. So so people will write, you know, stories about something that's happened in their life. Sure. Wondering if they are the a-hole in the situation or they're not? So here, here's the story. So my 20-year-old daughter is currently a college student. She lives in my house rent-free. I only ask her to do a few things around the house from time to time, like cooking and cleaning—typical things you're expected to do on a daily basis anyway. Occasionally, she has to watch over her younger brothers since I may be busy with work or when I need to break or when I need to break to hang out with my girlfriend. My daughter recently spoke up to me about how she feels I'm putting too much of a workload on her, uh, which I don't see how. She told me she's okay with cooking and cleaning around the house, but having to watch over her siblings was annoying and stressful, and that it's taking away from her studies. That pissed me off because I myself went to school while having to pay bills and take care of her as a baby alongside my ex-wife. I told her she was acting very privileged and that if I could do it, so she, uh, so could she, she didn't like that very much and stormed into a room while well, she went behind my back and told my sister about how bad I was treating her. My sister is very kind and gullible at times. So she called me and said, I could, uh, the least I could do was give her an allowance for the chores that I make her do. I explained why I felt that wasn't necessary. And she told me not to compare my situation to my daughter, since apparently I put myself in that position, which I guess is a fair argument. But since she's living in my house rent-free and I'm paying for her college, I feel that that in and of itself is an allowance. So I just wanted to ask her whether I'm wrong for not wanting to pay her extra money to do basic chores. And in regards to how often I ask her to babysit, it's usually three times a week. I don't see how that's too much to ask of her. It's usually only for a couple hours until I get back home. My boys are twins. They're five years old. Oof. They aren't crazy kids, by the way. They're more mature than the typical ones you'll see.
3: Oh, sure, of course. Everybody's crazy. I'm kids sure that they're
0: way. Way. Yeah. Perfect. angels.
1: I've met a lot of mature five year old twins.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's a Mother. breeze.
0: <laughs> so the, the, obviously, it's a dad. It's a dad asking his daughter to watch the kids yeah. while he
1: goes down to the VFW
0: and do, does whatever.
1: Yeah, I understand that. So,
0: should he be paying her to watch her brothers? And again, she said she's all right doing the cooking and the you know, daily daily stuff but watching the kids three times a week should she be compensated even though the dad is paying for for college and she's living at the house rent free
1: uh, i mean she's over the age of 18 so if she's in college now she's doogie hauser you know what i mean like it's got a point uh maybe pay for the
3: babysit. i don't know man I think flip for a couple bucks. I would say flip her a couple bucks for the for the babysitting. Like say like, hey, this is this is for this. You're living here. You need to be doing. You need to be <clears throat> pulling your weight on everything that you know yeah. you're you're doing. But I understand that this is something that would be an expense on me, right. For me having two five year olds that you would not have to deal with if you were yeah. elsewhere. But there's
1: a lot of college students that will move in and nanny, and that's the trade off. That is a thing. Room and board. Yeah, like room and board, and it's like the trade off. They're like, you watch the kids, and then you go to class, and like you, the trade off here is that you're like our live in nanny. Like that happens a lot. So now, she didn't agree to that, but yeah, yeah no, no. I definitely think the day to day stuff, man. Like if you had a roommate, no roommate's going to be like, no, oh, don't you touch those dishes now. That's going to be yeah like the, the day to day stuff. Fight,
0: which you know, as somebody who lives there rent free, that should be part of your that should be part of it. Yeah, but she didn't choose to have those kids.
3: No, but at the same time, I mean is she being snotty about it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's a twenty year old. If it, well, you yeah, there's some twenty year olds that that's a sore have spot have for manners. me,
1: dude. I'm the oldest brother. I had two younger brothers, and like, my summers were shot. It was just like that was back when like DCFS didn't come sniffing around too much, <laughs> and like, I was like twelve years old watching a two year old and a seven year old. From 8 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon yeah. almost every day of the summer. And, I mean, there was some... I'd make them, the the middle brother get on his knees and and put on, like, his winter gloves and box the younger one. And I was like, you're here to entertain me. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, I made it fun for me. Yeah, and, for you. Uh, no, they were good kids. But we we would do stuff. Sure. But it was like, I pretty much was like... I had chores. I had to do, like... The laundry and wash the dishes. I like got all that stuff had to be done when they got home. And I remember just being like, this sucks. This place is a prison. So I I, I empathize with the I person. I
0: empathize too. But uh, you know, there's a 15 year difference here. Yeah. And a 20 year old, you got your studies and you have your social life. And three days a week, you're watching your five year old brothers.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, b- b- both sides have good points, and surely you can find a compromise. Mm hmm. Just, just
0: be cool. I think just flip her a couple bucks. Just I'll pay it. you to watch one of the twins. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's on a, on his own. You <laughs> just give
2: her old receipts of things you bought her in the past. Oh,
3: oh yeah, that always works. Yes. Yeah. I- itemizing your love is really... <laughs> didn't didn't your dad was- give me. you a bill? Great relationship. Wait, what? Didn't your dad give you a bill? For what I owed him? Yeah. Well, yes, yes, he did that. But uh, <laughs> he's a very meticulous man. <laughs> and I owed him money. His dad gave him a bill. For real? Well, yeah, I owed him money.
1: For w- From growing up?
3: Well, I mean, we're talking teen years, you know, late teen years.
1: Oh, dude. My grandpa, to the day he died, was going on and on about a pair of Converse basketball shoes he bought me in, like, seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, you he said you'd mow my lawn all summer. You mowed it half the summer. Uh, i like,
4: dude. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was
1: like on his he, on his deathbed. I thought he's gonna tell me he loved me. Lean down, and he goes, "You still owe me for those shoes."
3: My dad journals everything, every, like every, meticulous everything, down to the cent. Anything he's you know owed or, or or whatever it may be. Now he's not like hanging it over me. He never he never said, or, you know, "You owe me this." Never would say it. Never, never.
0: You ever pay him back?
3: Yeah, when, when I was like uh, 21, 22 and started touring. I was going to say, and,
0: one day is going to come and, and, and collect. Like, no, no, no. I got, Time's I, I, up.
3: No, I like, I like got out of debt, 21, 22, and I, and I remember I came home from a, a tour where I actually made money, and uh, I said, um, you know, how, how much do I owe you guys? And it was like, I don't know, 2000 something bucks, and I, I wrote him a check, and I was like, this, this is free. the greatest feeling ever. It was the greatest feeling ever. I'm sure. And I have, no, I have not owed.
0: The best feeling, I think, when it comes to you growing up is actually paying for dinner for your parents. Yeah. Like that yeah. moment where your dad or your mom is not reaching for the check when it comes. That's that's the moment.
1: It is a good moment. It feels good, but you don't realize they ain't never reaching again. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> That was the thing that, like, the first time I paid for dinner with me and my mom, everybody went out. And I was like, big man on campus. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the next time we went out. She didn't even go for the purse. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> this is how it is now. Yeah.
3: Okay. I didn't know that
1: there was. I thought this was like, hey, this one
0: time. In her, in her head, that was the moment the strings were cut. That's right. Yeah. She
3: she took care of you, and then she you, you, you decided when to flip and, the switch. Yeah, she hasn't paid since. And that's okay. <laughs> Never I, taken her out I love you, again.
1: Mom. I'll happily take you to <laughs> Golden Corral. But that's the that's
0: the point. You know, when you, for the first time, pay for dinner— I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it. I don't remember where we were, but I'll, I know that moment. Yeah. You don't I, remember? I don't remember exactly where we were, but I remember the, uh-uh, I got this. <laughs> nah, Dad.
3: Nah, I got did this. Did you pull a big wad out this. of your
1: <laughs> pocket, yeah. or did you pay with uh, a credit yeah. card?
0: It was, I think it was a card. <laughs> yeah, pull a big knot out of my pocket. And go.
1: Right, a rubber down. band shoots across the room, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> that's it." It's a hundred dollar bill and a whole bunch of ones. And
3: <laughs> <laughs> was it was it something nice, or was it like, "I got this Wendy's"? Hey, no frosty.
1: No, no, it was a restaurant. It was like a, it was actually like a restaurant.
3: Sweet. Like I, my I, wife and
0: I were dating. I remember taking my parents yeah. out to dinner, and
3: we try, we try. M- my parents don't go for it. Oh, they insist. They, yeah, for the most part, they really won't allow it. My father. Oh, they insist. won't allow it, huh?
0: Is uh, your, it's like a, pr- a too proud thing.
3: No, I think just my, my parents like uh, I told you man like they I guess they had a life before my brother and I but once my brother and I were here like it was their life is he just likes writing stuff us. in the ledger that's nah, right, yeah. it and, and you, you know what <laughs> he's like hmm. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's see here ah <laughs> outback
3: steakhouse no that's the thing it it is never mean spirited it, it has it, that's not the spirit of it he's just such a meticulous man he just journals every aspect of his life
0: uh, here's a couple things that are making cool. the rounds on the on the internet. This would annoy the hell out of me. Uh, here is an airline pass, passenger, and I don't know what uh, what airline this is, but uh, she has taken it upon herself to announce to the entire plane that she is no longer a witch. Plus, other stuff about the spiritual realm. This is I'm assuming th- this sounds like a Southwest thing.
4: My name is Mariah, and I love Jesus. He recently saved me. Safety?
0: And by the way somebody did add the eerie music whoever posted the clip
4: like that wasn't <laughs> happening
0: that wasn't wasn't, that wasn't, that she wasn't, wasn't holding happen- a boombox that wasn't <laughs> happening on the plane on in
4: the spiritual realm at this time of the year
1: Nobody tackle her. What a bummer on landing in Vegas. In Vegas.
0: This is what you want to hear.
3: No, this is on landing. I thought you said it was like on takeoff.
0: No, this is uh, on landing. Huh.
3: Huh. How did nobody tackle her? How did huh. she get? how did
0: she get all that mic time?
3: Dude, yeah. you've been I've just on, you oh. know, seven different flights or whatever this this last weekend. And honestly, at some point you're so bored. <clears> I'm kind of <throat> looking for somebody to do
0: something. Yeah, a little excitement? Yeah, I'm mean, so bored. I don't I don't need excitement on a plane.
3: No, 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 not excitement. Just just something to look at, something to watch. Oh, you we, we, always up watch. look and, out the window you're you, you're approaching Vegas. you're gonna have a soliloquy. I'm here for that. I'll take one of your phone out. no and, way, <laughs> I don't need any excitement at all on a plane. It's not excitement i'm I'm just you know just looking for something different. Oh look at that something new
1: yeah. how do you guys feel about when the air the flight attendant spices up the announcements?
3: Oh, I'm had, okay with it in on that I'm okay we had with a that. sassy. Sassy dude. He was like not having a good day. And he let yeah, yeah. everybody know it. This is not a Southwest guy. This is a different different airline. Oh, and thanks for destroying my guitar case. Appreciate that. Uh, but this guy was attitude-filled yeah. from, from the get-go. It, so much, in fact, that everybody was kind of going around going, Wow, man, what's this guy's deal? I hope he's All not right, passengers. Back of the plane. <clears throat> he was just angry.
1: Oh, yeah. We're gonna
0: get to Portland in an orderly fashion. <laughs> No, he was just. There'll be no smiling, no fun
3: on this flight. He was just kind of a jerk, man.
1: Yeah, kind of letting you know, like, don't mess with us. I've I, had a few of those. with that's them. Like, fine. If you're thinking about hitting your call light, don't. We don't care. <laughs> just relax, go to sleep, and we'll all be happier by the time we get to Destin. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hey, man, we're going to Florida. Like,
0: nice. And there are the flights where you know you go to Mexico, you go to Cancun, and everybody's cheering at the end. Everybody's in a yeah. good mood. That's the way it should be when you get to Vegas. I
1: Not, agree. There are a few destinations you owe it to the you owe it to the passengers who are about to because the flight home from Vegas is oh, it's, very it's different to say, very dude, different. Nothing very is different.
3: better than a flight out of Vegas at six thirty in the morning. Yo, nothing. Dude. You just see <laughs> oh. trashed people, trashed souls and spirits. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just they just lost money and I life. Oh man,
1: I did a weekend in Vegas last year and I stayed. You ever stayed in Vegas a day or two too long? Oh, yeah. yeah. I can only
0: do
2: You've three days. You have
1: been in Vegas on Tuesday afternoon?
3: Ooh. <laughs> it's
1: a sad thing, oh, dude. Far, dude. far the worse people, than is Reno. Vegas is meant to be experienced in two- to three-day chunks. That's it. Yeah. Three days pushing. 100%. You go to that fifth day in Vegas, it's Tuesday. There's people that have been there since Friday. Mm-hmm. There's just like a guy walking around, walking in front of my hotel. I was staying in a nice hotel, dude. <laughs> Like the Palazzo or whatever, and it's just like there was a guy just sleeping in a bush with his feet hanging out, and he only had one shoe on. And I was like, and nobody was doing anything; they were just letting him sleep. It was like middle of summer, dude. It was like hundred degrees yeah, outside. This guy was He's just in like, a bush. Ah, <laughs> I lost my house. <laughs> They took my shoe, and he just <laughs> fell into a shrub. And the a-
3: security's like, "Hey, that's not our problem." <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't it's, act until noon. It's it's wild out there on a Tuesday, dude. <laughs> Have you been to Reno? Reno is. This. I've been to Reno no. once, dude. Reno on a weekday, one of the most sad experiences of my entire. life. Oh, really? It's I, like
1: it's I, old. It's like old Vegas going down to the, it, uh, to the old Vegas Strip. They, they kind of like they spruced that up though. Fremont Street's kind of fun, but I mean,
3: uh, Fremont Street yeah, Vegas on a Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, you're I, right. You're right. Yeah. You go week. into a restaurant in Reno on a Tuesday and you're just like, oh man, I just want to I just wanna help. If it's can it did, does it does anybody have change in their pocket? They just want to start putting yeah. it on Rebon table.
0: Street at night on a weekend, you know, with the with the lit up canopy and they got the <laughs> zip line. Everything's all <laughs> on like a Wednesday at like
1: 11 a.m. It yeah. is sad. sad city. Well, I mean, it's kind of wild on the weekend too, because I'm like, oh. Yeah, you like I saw a guy like throw up the entire zip line. Like just <laughs> basically got somebody above you, the entire street full of people. There's like a country music band playing. Like I'm in a stadium. I like tractors. <laughs> it's like everyone's like we
4: like tractors too. <laughs> and, like
1: this guy's like hammer drunk, and I was impressed because those zip lines are very long. They're yeah, like eight blocks long, eight city blocks. That's a long one. That guy threw up the whole. <laughs> The whole zip, dude. I was standing out. So I was at the D Casino because there's a steakhouse in the D I really like. It's the best kept secret in Las Vegas. If you ever go there, this place is great. Uh, Andiamos is the name of it. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Got a got like a 64-ounce tomahawk steak that I just house every time I'm in Vegas. Is that just, across the
0: street from the Heart Attack Grill? <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. I, I know exactly what you're yes, talking about.
1: Yes, it is right across the street from there. And I was standing out on the balcony, and I watched this dude start the zip line. And he was just like, it happened on... Take off. I, mean, I mean, like, the guy that strapped him in <laughs> had to be like, oh, this guy's going to oh, puke. Oh,
3: push him, push but him. You know go. what? He paid his $40 <laughs> yeah.
1: and I him off. And it's the kind where you're like Superman. So you're like. F- oh,
3: you're laying down. He's uh.
1: facing the crowd. You know what uh. I mean? Like, he's flying like Superman. He's like. Bah.
3: His arms instead of forward are probably just hanging <laughs> dude, like this. It was like the movie Stand
1: By Me. Like, he was just <laughs> dousing people, dude. Oh, it yeah. was like hey. napalm.
3: <laughs> they said paint the town.
1: Yeah. He did. Oh. And I was dying laughing. Oh, my Oh my god <laughs> we could not stop laughing uh, i'm like oh look at these people people were like <laughs> the, people, the faces the crowd was making gathered to watch his country concert he even got the stage like oh, he got you go, yeah you go right above that you go right above everything and it was like people were like, oh, like that, man,
3: man. Uh, <laughs> so gross it was great I think it's just a wild just hit me
1: yeah it's just a wild there's a lot happening on fremont street all at once
3: you ever do those roller coasters on top of stratosphere I did. Scared me to death. I'm yeah. a roller coaster guy. I'm an adrenaline guy. For some reason, that legitimate, I was like one of the first times I've ever been. Where uh, they take you out my over line. the <gasps> thing? Yeah,
1: yeah they, you're over the
0: edge.
3: They take you over the they edge and it's, it goes out and then does the centrifugal force thing, like, you know, forces yeah. you to like stare down. And I'm just like, oh, this thing's going to break. I'm dead. I'm yeah. Yeah, this, this
1: the scary this thing the about thing. that, too, is the stretch, not a new building. It's not old, but it's not brand new. That's been up there a while. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. It scared like, me to dude. death, man. <laughs> Yeah, they had the one on top of like New York, New York's not as it's still scary because yeah. you're like up on top of a building, but uh, all that being said, I think when you land in Vegas, it should be cheers, not <laughs> cheers. Absolutely. nor somebody
0: talking about not being a witch anymore. I'm surpri- again, I'm surprised she got enough mic time to, to make that whole thing to make that whole speech.
1: Yeah. This was not a flight attendant. This, this was, was a not this
0: was a passenger who commandeered the intercom system. And started talking about not being a witch anymore, finding Jesus. You go, just sit down. Just sit down.
3: Yeah. Doesn't bother you? No, man. Like I said, it, it, unless they're like physically pushing somebody or, or doing something that's offensive to children. All right. It's just another piece of entertainment <clears throat> that this planet gives you. Dude, right, people, this, people are wonderful. This
0: video made, this, uh, <laughs> made its rounds over the weekend. Um, and see if you could find this. Guitar Center employee tosses out violent customer.
3: Guitar center employee.
0: This is amazing. So a guitar center employee, it's all on video, physically removed a belligerent drunkard who was threatening customers. As they drag this guy out, he grabs an acoustic guitar and smashes it in the doorway. They open up the door with this guy's head. (laughs) And then throw him, throw him out like by his, by his pants. And do the whole heave-ho thing. You got to put this on the, on the socials there, oh, Scott. yeah.
3: Got him on the floor. Got him in a headlock. All right, now. Couple more guys. Come on over here. You grab his ankles. Turn on. the Get the door
2: ah. All right, you're going to leave right now. You understand me? Oh, you understand me? You
1: are leaving this store right now. Get up. Get up. Hold um, on. There you go.
2: Good job, dude.
0: They grabbed him by the seat of his pants <laughs> and did the whole upper shirt yeah. seat of his Whoa. pants thing. And Dragged threw him. him
2: out. Which which town is this in? This is Albuquerque. Okay, it had yeah.
1: We don't tolerate that kind of crap here in Albuquerque, <laughs> lead singer of anthrax. <laughs> that guy looks like you got it, of actually. You look like Scott Ian. Dude, I came in here to buy a guitar. <laughs> I was going to sign one for you guys. Like, you're out of here. All I thought was the Wayne's
0: World, you know, no stairway denied. And I go, you played stairway. You got to leave. <laughs> you got to leave.
3: <clears throat>
0: oh, man. I thought they were showing the video because they were going to say the guitar center employee was fired. <laughs> you know, excess...
3: It was a surprise to see him, like, go tackle him like that. Usually you wouldn't, you wouldn't see that. I mean, that's, yeah. like,
0: not policy. You're you know not allowed to manhandle a customer uh-huh. like that, regardless of what they were doing. Yeah. Well, what if they're... What was he Because he
3: is,
2: you know, hitting the guitar. Fun. Was he possibly going to hit somebody? So They said he was being... He was threatening customers. So I oh. think it was probably safety. It was oh. safer to take him down than it was to let him swing around forever.
0: Yeah, but now they would tell you, you got to call the cops. You can't take the... Yeah. You can't take the... Uh, you, you can't be a vigilante.
1: It'd be funny if he came in and he's like, I am no longer a warlock... Rock and roll is the devil's music. <laughs> Jesus loves you, and he starts swinging guitars I'm on my people. way to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah see, I just got back from Vegas.
3: That's the other thing why, why that gal doesn't bother me, because at least she's, like, wishing me well. She ain't wrong. It's, we're landing in Sin City, and she's looking out for me. So, you know, if somebody wants to have an outburst that just so happens that she believes she's, like, you know, truly I'm looking out for
0: me. I'm fully aware the devil is in Vegas. I don't need to be yeah. reminded. I'm
3: just I'm just saying. She was, she was being positive, looking out for everybody. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you,
0: ma'am. I'm good. Thank you.
3: <laughs> this guy now now there's a there's a acoustic guitar for a discount at Albuquerque Guitar Center. It's got a few blood stains on it and. Uh,
0: oh, I can't imagine being a guitar center employee. That's got to be <laughs> as far as retail goes. That's got to be one of the worst places. It to depends work. on the location because
2: so, where I worked at out in L.A. was awesome because you had all these you know like like just huge stars coming in all the time. Buying stuff, so it was really fun.
3: Yeah, but... Uh, it was a
2: busy location. It was a nice one. It was one of the old school uh, ones, one of dude, the first how many one?
0: people walk into a guitar center thinking they could play and dude. sit behind the drums? Oh, and- yeah, Every that one is- of them. Every one or, of them. Or, you know, pick up a guitar and plug it into mm-hmm. an app and are yeah. terrible.
3: I worked at uh, McMurray Music Center, and it was, <coughs> that was on page. It's uh, close to where I left that car. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, the, the nice thing about McMurray is each room was separate. And that's where Guitar Center really sucks, as far as the employees go. It's one big, giant room, except for, like, the acoustic room or whatever. And McMurray, they knew, okay, we got this guy. He wants to play Steve Vai over here or try to play Steve Vai. Uh, You know what? Close the door, Mike. And they closed the door. And it was great, because the rest of us didn't have to deal with that. The drum room, separate room. The bass room, piano room, separate rooms. Guitar Center, absolute absolute nightmare. When I go in Guitar Center, which happens often, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get in and out because well, the one I don't on need to Watson. hear everybody doing their thing. Is it the one on Watson still open? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, there's a Crestwood one, there's a Bridgeton one. Yeah, the one up
0: on Watson. They do have a separate, like, drum room.
3: Yeah, the drum rooms are like that because that, that, that became absurd. But honestly, I don't really <laughs> see people drumming anymore. It's the guitar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's guitar the guitar stuff too. that would it just is. drive me insane.
1: Dude, dude yeah. I was so... I went to the Chicago Music Exchange uh, to buy myself a guitar. It was like my 10-year sobriety gift to myself. And I was so—and I bought a guitar way out—way more expensive than I would, as a beginner, should buy. Yeah. But it was to shame myself into practicing every day. That was my logic, and I'm like, I'm going to buy a nice guitar. And I was so embarrassed—like, it's just the, crazy to me the hubris people have to go in and be like, I'm real good. Yeah. Give me yeah. that. Yeah. And then just butcher a guitar in front of all Because most of the people working there are professional musicians. Most of the people shopping there are professional I'm just like, yeah. I at least had a sense of shame about it. I was lying about who it was for. <laughs> he's like, so who's this for? And I go, my brother, he's a really good musician. I don't know much about guitars, man. So, uh, you know, but he's, I think he likes, uh, I think he wants like a semi hollow body. Uh, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's too blue. I, I, he, yeah, he I wants- think he's more of like a flat black type of guy. Uh, yeah, you know, he's about my size, you know, pretty funny guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then I felt so embarrassed because the dude from Chicago Music Exchange is such a cool place. Like, yeah. you can play a $10,000 guitar if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy emailed me and he's like, hey, how's that guitar working out for your brother? <laughs> you know, I'm like in an email exchange lying to this guy because I'm so scared. But hey, man, that was for me, dude. And I was just like, oh, he loves it. You know, like I think he's going on tour next month. Like, I've got this whole... That's awesome. My brother's a prison guard, dude. He's he's never playing guitar in his life. So you have a whole backstory? i got a whole backstory I've created. <laughs> I have a relationship with this guy over email. He's checked in on me like three times last year to be like, how's the guy? Your your Brother's still yeah, liking yeah, that yeah. hollow body, buddy? How's the sound? He's finding the sound? And I'm like, I think he found the sound. The sound
0: uh, is I, I'll in- tell you, guitar center employees have to have to have the patience of saints. Oh, dude. And you know what? They if, have to.
3: If, if, one of them should write... Uh, there's a couple of different types of guitar center employees too. Some of them are like super pro and they get it and they're like there to legitimately encourage sure. people to be into music. And some of them are just like too cool for school kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but the greatest is like, you know, I'm, I'm a professional. I'm a, I've been a professional for 20 something years. And I don't go into guitar center and plug in anything unless I'm like going to buy it. And it's note, 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 I'm out of here. I got, I got to go. But you have these guys that are like in there to be seen. They yeah. sit down. They go in there, and they've been ripping this stuff, this this one lick at home or this one cover at home, and you y- you see these guys, and you're like, these are Guitar Center uh, Guitar Center players, you know. And when you play, yeah. when you see, some that's your only audience. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you see some guys and they're they're shredders, but you know they can't write a song, you know they can't really pick something up or like run on the fly, and you go, oh yeah. That guy that guy is impressive at Guitar Center. Well,
0: yeah. that's when you go to your wife or girlfriend, eh, hey, got a gig, and you go to Guitar Center. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm
3: saying. And, dude, we, yeah. used, we used to have those guys. We used to have those guys, and they would come in just because they were bored, or they'd get off work, and they'd come in and just go to the guitar room and start shredding, and it was like this was their audience. And you know what? Maybe they don't have a guitar at home. Maybe they don't have a guitar at home. Um, Maybe they just
0: come in and just, that's tell. the guitar. It's they social they used to play guitar. They... For whatever reason, got rid of their guitar, and they still want to play. No. So they go to Guitar Center.
2: Yeah, they probably they've had a nice guitar in the past. They sold it. They have a dumpy one at home, so they go there to play that nice guitar and have that feel again. Yeah. We used to have, uh, I'll just name drop: Randy Jackson used to come in all the time hey. to Oh, nice! And he Wait, would come in. Randy if,
0: Jackson, American Idol. Randy yeah. Jackson, or Michael's brother, Randy.
2: <laughs> the American <laughs> Idol, and uh, he would walk in there and probably a couple times a week. And he's the kind that. Would sit down. No, skin. he would actually just go and like. I want that guitar. I want that bass. I want that keyboard. I need that bass. Wow. And give me that guitar too. And then he'd walk out. It was just amazing. But he, he, he didn't try him out there. Yeah. He just took him to the studio and we play him there.
3: We had we had our regulars that would come in and just shred. And Chris in the guitar in the guitar room would always just come out to me. I was like, Oh, what, what are you out here for? And he's like, oh, I can't take it anymore. Jimmy's back.
0: <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> hey, before we hit the uh, team, remember the day uh, Meredith. Um, sending us feedback. Uh, my sister in law lives in Dowell. Okay. Dowell, right, Dowell? Dowell, Illinois. Dowell, Illinois. That's correct. Uh, she said the other big job there is E.T. Simmons.
1: E.T. Simmons Construction. Or oh, Simons. E.T. Simmons. Construction. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Road construction. Farming. So. There's some farming too. I guess all of her husband's family. Yeah. Like that's the big.
1: Road crews, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blue collar. They're blue collar and proud, and, and I'm proud of them. Oh, well, thanks for checking in, Meredith. Let's do this.
0: And it's brought to you by Hot Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Louis, Eric Azell is our hey! team listener hey! the day. Eric is a longtime uh, Riz Show and Point listener. Eric moved away from St. Louis uh, for five years, but always kept up with the podcast. And I appreciate that. Eric says, I love the community that the Riz Show has built in St. Louis. Well, thank you, Eric. Eric Azell from St. Louis is our Team Riz, remember the day. Get super sweet Team Riz, remember the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Well, I just want to, before we hit the break, I do want to shout out uh, Weather Dude Chris, who sent us a, a tweet saying, Hey guys, now might be a good time to check to see where the podcast has been downloaded. I'm once again back at McMurdo Station in Antarctica. Whoa. And uh, they're testing the, uh, the Starlink system down there said he was able to download yesterday's podcast all Sweet. the way in, oh, and wow.
3: that's cool how's the weather how's the weather down here it's cold
0: all i'm thinking now is you know in prince harry's new book he talks about oh yeah the frostbite talks about the uh, frostbite on the tip of his todger <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is a good vanity plate yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you can't, might get can't that, get that one up. through dude
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: in
2: missouri yeah. they don't yeah. know yeah. what todger
1: <laughs> 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 is <Yeah>.
0: careful chris <laughs> Watch that. Keep that Todger warm. (laughs) Uh, we got news after the break. Hey, it's
3: Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV, to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family budget. And the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with expert auto service too right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. And now, with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, way to go, Dobbs! Full-service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers take care of your family vehicles, and be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive in, and any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for major savings today.
2: Kevin Pollock here, reminding you it's the Rizzuto Show. And hey, happy birthday, Riz.
0: All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314 624 3833 or 618 398 3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Socials at RIZZ Show. Your emails, Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. Send us feedback through the 1057Thepoint mobile app. Brave Williams is here. <laughs> Yellow. Uh, Six time fun facts coming up, sex toy of the week. We will give away some prizes. We'll play uh, Fake News of Florida today. We'll do Matchup with the Moon tomorrow. Oh. Uh, is that fine with you?
3: That's fine with me, man.
0: Oh, uh, we got tickets to go see uh, Dan Cummins, tickets to go see Sam Burrell, tickets to go see Clownvis. Tomorrow,
1: Ooh. Metallica tickets, right? Tomorrow. Man, somebody scored those last time I was here. I was jealous. Metallica tickets? Yeah. Because it was like it was Metallica and who else? It's Metallica,
0: Pantera, yeah. Wolfgang, Van Halen, Huge, Five Finger Death Punch, and who's the other band that's playing?
3: Uh, Ice Nine and, Kills, Ice I Nine believe?
0: Kills, yeah. 2 days.
3: Yeah, that dude was just at a That's huge. At, at the show. Very nice feller.
0: Was it Ice Nine Kills? Yeah. Guy, did yeah. you go? Hello Mr. Kills.
3: Uh no, I said <laughs> hello Mr. Ice.
0: Oh. Yeah, so we got uh let me see, it'll be night 2 of that Metallica two night thing. We gave away the both-night tickets when you were here last.
1: You did. and That's what I was saying. It was a pretty good deal. Pretty
0: good deal.
1: And whoever bet on me, you Pre- won. Pretty good deal. <laughs> uh, somebody did actually uh, write in
0: about you, Rafe. Uh, and this is from Jake. Is it possible to ask Rafe if he has any advice for somebody who wants to get into stand-up? I live in the same general area he grew up in, and I'm wondering how
1: he went about finding open mics and things like that. Well, if you live where I grew up, I will tell you, you're going to have to drive a ways. Uh, the best advice I could give you is maybe check, start your own. If you start your own, you always have stage time. Like start your own open mic Start thing? your own little open mic where you're doing comedy and you're trying to get people out. If you can't drive to St. Louis, I would say if you're in the general area I grew up in, St. Louis is probably your closest hub where there's a real comedy scene happening. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: a lot of those smaller towns don't don't people like uh they they go to the local bar or
0: like
1: the, coffee shops
0: and, yeah. and
3: just make a deal just say like hey how about Wednesday night I'll yeah. I'll run this thing for you the problem
1: I'll- is there's not enough comedians to fill the line area is usually the problem and you're not you don't want to go up at an open mic and do twenty no offense kid but it's gonna take you a while to get five uh, but I tell you what dude. Follow me on Instagram, send me a message, and we'll talk about it off air. I'll That's give you some awesome, advice, actually. or I'll help you I'll help you get uh, some stage time here in St. Louis or something like that.
0: That's from Jake. Yeah, I mean, I would think drive into the city
1: here and and what go, I to, did. go to as many open mics as you can. I, did, I drove up here for, like, two hours, and then, like, if, to work up the courage, I probably drove up here and watched. Because you can learn a lot watching, mm-hmm. too. Dozens and dozens of mics and shows and just trying to figure out, like— What's going on up there? Are they just making this up? <laughs> well, I mean
0: and when you when you hear, you know. you know,
1: origin stories from all these big
0: comedians, they talk about having maybe a day job and then when they're done with work, driving into oh, yeah. the nearest big city and spending all night at an open mic and then driving back home. Grabbing a couple hours sleep and and then going back to their regular job and making it that way.
1: Yeah,
3: yep. if, if for nothing else, just the practice. Maybe not even just the exposure. The, the Oh, yeah, you the need practice. mics
1: on. It's only practice. I mean, that's the dojo. Mics are brutal. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, I mean, club mics are okay because it's a club. People come there for comedy. There's an expectation. But when you go to, you know, Pete's. Honky Tonk bar and grill and you get ambushed with comedy. It don't always yeah. go away. <laughs> not everybody's you, there well, for jokes. Yeah, when they turn the UFC fight off uh, in Fenton for you to go up and do comedy, not everybody's super <laughs> plused about it. We've done bar gigs before where, you know, we'd be paid, you know,
0: by whoever, you know, Budweiser or sure. whatever. Liquor Company has us go out to a bar. Yeah. And, you know, do promotional stuff. And there have been times where they've shut off. Like a blues game, oh yeah, or a football game, and like the guys from the radio station are here and want to give away some stickers and T-shirts. Oh
1: man, not yeah. great. What's worse is when they don't turn it off for comedy because it's oh, yeah. <laughs> shows where I had to I Just was in Cincinnati at the Liberty Funny Bone, and I went up there. I had a friend, I had a guy open for me, and he's like, "Can you care if we go up and do the mic?" And I'm like, "Sure, let's hop on the Liberty Funny Bone mic." And it's out in the bar. Part of the club because that's like a 500 seat club. You don't an open mic would be sad inside of that big venue. Yeah, and they just left the hockey game on oh. while everyone's going oh, up and there's people man. just like ah!
0: Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Comedy, you know, needs your undivided attention. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do
1: some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news.
0: So now you have all these. Pot dispensaries popping up all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, especially here in this area, uh, and and other states that have legalized either recreational marijuana or medicinal marijuana. Where would a bad place? Where would a bad place to be? Where would a bad place to put a a, a dispensary?
3: Uh, let's see. What a bad place. To be? Next to. Hmm. Next to a school? Is that what you're looking for?
0: Next to a school, you can't do that because all these municipalities have laws where you have to be a certain distance from a school or a church or a playground. Nothing about recovery centers.
4: Oh. Uh,
0: Oh. So there is a recovery center in Kansas City, uh, and they are concerned for their patients because a marijuana grow operation has moved in across the street.
3: Oh man, and that's like in the TV shows. I forget which which the most recent show was, when you you uh, you have the character that goes to the meetings to sell the drugs at the smoke breaks. Right. You hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's.
1: You know who could really cash in? A savvy Girl Scout troop. There's been that, and, and man, done it. Addicts and the Girl Scouts and the no. stoners. The Girl
0: Scouts said no to it. Yeah. They're- They won't go sell there? There have been stories of Girl Scouts setting up, because now it's cookie season. I had somebody come up to the house yesterday. Bro, It's cookie season. There was, and there have been stories of Girl Scouts setting up across the
1: street from dispensaries. Smart. Very smart, dude. Your girl, all of a sudden, is like, Uh, we're not going to camp on a one anymore, we're going to Dubai this year (laughs) for the annual Girl Scout local chapter 12 field trip. Uh, we just got some financing, girls.
3: What did they say about that, too? Like, how far did they have to go? Well, and here's the thing
0: here's the story so it seems like every even the smell of marijuana, you know, can trigger people in in, trying to get over addiction. So here is the executive director of this recovery center in Kansas City talking about his concerns.
1: It's only a block away, and it is very potent. A slight breeze coming from the east. It blows it right up the hill. This actually activates the part of the brain that causes an urge.
0: So the city of Kansas City and the state of Missouri have rules on how close pot operations can be from schools and churches and daycares, but not addiction recovery centers. In mm-hmm. Missouri, part of the application process for getting a cultivation license involves submitting an odor control plan. So that's the only kind of thing they could get this grow operation on like you can't you're not supposed to smell it outside. Yeah. But other than that, everything seems to be, you know, on the up and up. I don't know what you
3: could do. I don't know. I, it's it's going to be an interesting. I mean, you know, we all knew that we're going to have to find some balance here in the next couple of years. I will say, man, I was just in in Berkeley and Anaheim and I swear 40% of the time I was just walking around, I feel like I smelled weed.
1: Yeah. And I mean, man, honestly, it's legal. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, I'm like, I don't drink. I used to drink a lot, but I still, it's on every street corner. A bar. Yeah. There's a Budweiser. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you just have to learn to
0: you gotta it's learn. It's part of
1: our society. It's yeah, but like, this
0: is a recovery center. I get that, but and it's not like you could smell the beer coming. What from. a great place to be when you have an urge, you know? <laughs> Just go right back in and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I need to I do need another help. twenty-eight days." <laughs> yeah, it's not like you could smell the beer from the bar. Okay, you got me there. I mean, all I'm thinking is like a cartoon. You know, the the odor. The it odor cloud going
3: up into somebody's nose <laughs> and then floating. Me. <laughs> it, is, it is different. Because, like, if, imagine if you had, which uh, maybe there is a such a thing, uh, like a cigarette store. You can't really smell tobacco on the wind like you can. The weed. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm. kind of a different, it's 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 a whole, it's a different animal. Well, it's yeah.
0: opening up a Krispy Kreme next to a Planet Fitness. Sure.
3: Yeah. Good business. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I guess business is business, Good business. Right? Mm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting... Well, I was... An interesting intersection of capitalism and care.
0: I was talking yeah. to uh to my trainer and uh <laughs> I have a trainer, it's crazy. Look at this body. Um and he says that there is a certain chain gym that has Pizza Fridays.
3: Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I mean makes like sense. They, and pe- that's they certain- bring
0: in p- pizzas You don't wanna say? Yeah. That- I no, I don't I don't I don't wanna say in case, you know. Yeah, that certain gym. Oh, are you interested? I That's
3: quite pl- yeah. yeah, I'm if finally <laughs> going to sign up. Dude. If you're interested, you probably already know which gym, and you're there.
2: Yeah, that certain gym is uh, in my area. It's right behind a Wendy's, so I'm sure. They oh, you, get- so you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly the place. I had no I had no idea they did I this. Like like
1: I know. That was near Home Depot as well. Uh-huh. Okay.
2: I'm not
3: giving anything away, though.
1: Like, they bring in pizzas
0: <laughs> on Friday. Kind of they brilliant. Go, oh, brilliant.
3: Yeah, And why not? Again, pizza on the wind. I mean, you can smell that three blocks sure. away. Yeah.
0: Oh, d- doesn't McDonald's or Burger King have vent systems that actually put the fry, you know, the fry odor? I don't know. I don't know if it's out <laughs> the chimney. You're the one that was in the service, like I I was in the service. <laughs> Didn't you McDonald's? Mean, don't I you went know? To McDonald's. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to the ventilation. You were privileged
3: to the blueprints. <laughs>
1: just you working the friars while Fortunate Son plays in the background. (laughs) It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate one. Yeah. (laughs) Fryer grease burning your arms. (laughs) What a hero. You're having flashbacks at the gym. Your trainer's yelling at you. Yeah, I always said
0: I was in the service. I I did my time at McDonald's. Hey, dude. (laughs) Um, I did two tours at McDonald's. (laughs) Two, Two tours at McDonald's. Uh, big whoops for uh, first responders in uh, Ankeny, Iowa. Earlier this month, a woman who was uh, thought to be dead whoa. turned out to be alive, and they had sent <laughs> no. her to the morgue. No, they sent her to a funeral home and crematory.
3: Oh my goodness! See, this is—I uh...
0: mean, obviously, this is the, whoa, whoa. this is the nightmare. Uh, <sighs> here is <laughs> here is the nine-one-one dispatcher. Uh, reacting to the woman at the funeral home still being alive. Just so you know, this female was transported, there deceased,
4: and she is not. <laughs> they're in the chapel,
3: and she is on a cut. Yeah. No way. So how many days was she
0: deceased? Uh, I guess they had just brought her there, and she had been—I don't know if they put her in the—the the, the details are sketchy.
3: This is at the funeral, though.
0: This is at the funeral home.
3: Oh, okay, 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 okay. So not actual funeral. So we're probably talking within two days.
0: I mean, yeah, or within within a couple hours. I would
1: say a couple hours, right? They were going to prep her. They were going to prep her. They were dropping off the body to prep, and she was like. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God. Imagine being the funeral (laughs) person. That was like, mm, let me get my tools and a little oh. formaldehyde. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> the oh sitting up on a gurney, looking at you, man. You get, you're getting a new career. That would be the it for me. It's already a creepy thing.
3: Or is that like the dream? Is that the for, dream? No,
1: that's a
0: nightmare. No,
3: like think about it. Like I mean, they're used to this death and all this kind of stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, I was there when when someone woke up. I mean, I mean, that's got to be like uh, a- unless
1: they're super capitalists. i like, well, there's. Ten grand walking out the door. I don't want to be – that's the kind of profession where you never want to be surprised by things.
3: Yeah. No, no but if you, if you are, you're like, well, you know, I won the lottery, and it's not going to happen Man. again. Because you get that
2: scalpel, and you always start at the belly button, you know, and oh. you, just, you just know whenever you're about to poke in and they sit up. That's scary.
0: Oh, God. I mean – I think you You're about there. to embalm this person, drain them from all <laughs> it's their... It's too
1: late. You've outed yourself as a serial killer, dude. <laughs> I like how you go, oh,
0: I think you start there. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to drain this this person on the gurney in front of you of yeah. their juices. and yeah. then Man.
3: I'm, 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 How'd I they
1: miss it?
0: Is there any information on how they... I, what I'm assuming is she probably had such a weak pulse. I mean, she, this woman is not in good shape. She They took her to the to the hospital. Her condition is currently unknown. It was probably a weak Heartbeat that was not detected. How old does it say? I didn't say that. In, but they said she was very much alive. Where is Enough this? where they... In Iowa. Enough where they put her on a cot in the
3: chapel. Man, we'll get some information on this. Right? Have to.
1: I'd like some deets on that one. That's a wild one. Wild. Yes. Also, like, somebody's getting sued, right? Like, that's well, a... Well, who's
3: going to get sued?
1: I mean, if you went... If someone brought her there, so there was a medical professional... That ha- well, you don't just we, oh. you don't just drop your grandma off at the funeral home. She I don't did. think.
3: Right. I guess you're right. There is like a there like had a to
1: be s- an EMT or somebody she that was like, hey, a, this
2: lady is dead.
3: There's a signature line on the deceased. There has to be. Right? So I guess yeah, yeah. somebody yeah, they has they to say
2: the time of death and all that.
3: Oops. Yeah, and somebody has to sign it like a notary. Do, do you
1: think system? they bagged her up? <laughs> It'd be so oh, crazy man. to wake up and be like, "It's awful dark in here." <laughs> well, they, uh, yeah, I had to. Back Smells drop. like plastic, dude. The bag just starts like wriggling around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm out, dude. I don't care. Even if I am used to creepy stuff. Put in a two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from a
0: funeral. Home.
3: What do you think your mind would do?
0: You know what my mind does when I hear the story? Zombies. How many people were alive and went through the process? Well, they used Thanks to have. That. That's what the.
3: That's the, the, bell? The, bell? the bell. Well, we don't have the bell anymore, though. Really. Yeah, but the now you're embalmed. you're embalmed.
0: You're embalmed, but usually bef- you're embalmed before you but use But I'm saying they literally bury people and be like,
1: whoops. Pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's ringing the bell. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a great, to me, that sounds made up, but that's a real histor- historical fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, yeah, you know, sometimes we'd bury people and, well, they'd wake up. So we installed bells. Underground, like what What a weird time to be alive that would be, yeah. to wake up and be like, oh, God, what a crazy night. I'll never do a bachelor party at- what in the hell? What's the
3: string on my <laughs> cheek?
0: Everybody knows uh, the mini bar hotels is a good way to burn a whole paycheck. Yeah. You know, three beers and a bottle of water.
3: I don't even touch the water anymore. Unless it has a giant sign no, that says complimentary, you
0: know now, yeah. at some places, yeah. Unless it's a giant sign that says complimentary, you know at some hotels if you stay, if you remove, they have sensors where if you remove, yeah,
3: yeah you want to try the Temple the bottle, of Doom thing? Yes.
0: It goes to your bill. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, temple of Doom, temple the of doom right, right in the refrigerator. I've tried it.
1: I got a bottle of hot sauce. And then uh, I'm just going to try to take this Chivas Regal down.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, think I tried think I, I think I, I think I to see if uh, a tube of toothpaste would substitute for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, the
0: Chivas, yeah. though. That's always got the Chivas in there. Oh, yeah. I
3: did a tube of toothpaste for uh, peanut butter M&M's. It and,
0: like, and it still showed up on your bill, right?
3: I don't think it worked. So I was like, oh, I'll They charge I'll the you M&Ms for back. everything
0: because <laughs> you contaminated it with toothpaste. Yeah, they don't think nobody's going to do that. They're I just to wanted
3: you. to see. I wanted to try. You know, it's all. You paid
0: 15 worth bucks for that little bag of M&Ms. Anyway, I haven't, I haven't seen this policy yet, but somebody on Reddit posted a photo after staying at a Marriott in Florida. There was a sign <laughs> on the mini fridge that said they will be charged $50 if they put any of their own stuff in the fridge. Oh. Quote, the refreshment center is on a sensor. Use of the refreshment. I'm like... Refreshment center Boo. Use of the refreshment center for personal storage Will automatically incur a $50 charge In other words, it looks like they're not Charging to make sure you don't buy your own Stuff to keep in there To save money
3: So I I will fully admit, this is one of my moves If it's a place with a mini bar and I'm getting food Or something, the the mini bar is A refrigerator, so I will Empty it and, and put my own food in there Usually I put everything back in there It's not like I'm just leaving the stuff around But maybe other people are just leaving the stuff out Hmm. You know what I mean, which might be ruining a, a beverage or why so I stay or at Best Western
1: because they just let the people before There's stuff from the people before you left behind. You get free <laughs> stuff
0: there.
3: Yeah. No, a lot of time it shows like I'll, I'll get some. I'll get some food before a show.
1: Is that like a
0: pay it forward thing? Like when you're yeah. at Starbucks? Yeah,
3: I'll know that I'm going to eat food after a show, and most places aren't going to be open at midnight, one o'clock. So I will put something in the fridge, and a lot of places don't have fridges, but they'll have mini bars. So this is—it actually totally makes sense. If people are outraged, they're just not understanding why they're doing well, this. Well,
0: there's another line at the bottom that says guests can call the front desk for quote refrigerator requests. So some people think that means you can actually—you can request an actual fridge for free.
3: Well, I've never done that. You can. Never thought about that.
1: They'll will one up. I've done it, like, ahead of time when I knew I was going into, like, New York or somewhere like that where I was going to stay for, like, a week when I did my JFL auditions. It was—I don't remember what it was. but It was, like, a Hilton garden or something, and I just said, hey, can I get a mini-fridge put in the room? And no, they did. Kidding. And they did it. It was oh. there when I got there. And, you know, it was like—they'll <clears throat> usually, like—there's a limited amount, and, in fact, they told me— it's based on availability for nursing mothers for breast milk.
0: Yeah, and medications like sometimes medications
1: yeah. need to be. If there's, they said the only reason I
0: wouldn't get it was for that. Those two reasons. Yeah, medications, you know, some need to be refrigerated. Um, yeah, call the front desk, you know, if you need to, you know, store your meds or something. But th- and they'll probably let you use the mini fridge or bring you another fridge for free. Uh, there was one winning ticket on uh, on the Mega Millions Friday. Only one person won. One point three five billion. Maine, right? Yep. The jackpot was the second biggest in Mega Millions history, sold at Hometown Gas and Grow in Lebanon, Maine.
3: Wow. So, is this one of the states that they got to come forward?
0: Uh, The winner has not come forward yet. So, lottery officials say the lump sum payout will be 724.6 mil. Jeez. (laughs) That's a lot of lobster. (laughs) Uh, 14 tickets spread through the U.S. won a million bucks. Really? One winner.
1: What's One, a million-dollar winner, five and no Powerball. Five and no Powerball.
0: I asked, would you be pissed?
3: If you got the No. Million. If you got you? runner a five. Up,
1: no, I mean, would I be like, it would have been crazy to win them all, but like a million bucks? Whatever. <laughs> right.
3: You know. It would be rough if you watched it live. That's the only That's the only real hurt there. If I, if I had the ticket and I found out the next morning, oh, my gosh, I got second place, yeah. I got a million bucks. Five. Sick. Twelve. <laughs> yeah, but if, sixteen. <laughs> if, I was, if I was watching it live and I got five, uh, you know, five numbers matched, and then the last one dropped, then and it was one off. That's some real hard. Yeah, yeah.
1: Imagine how I wonder how far off that last Powerball was. The million uh, bucks would make it, you know, easier on you. Yes. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I've, i you know, I've, I've heard people go, "I'd be so upset, dude. You just want a million bucks. Yeah. You'll be all right. You're fine." <laughs> yeah maybe. of course, I mean, know.
1: there is a big difference between a million dollars and seven hundred and forty two point eight million or yes, whatever yes. like yeah, for sure, you're but. flying different. There'd be a little area in my head going, ah,
0: but if
3: you're upset about winning a million dollars, maybe we don't spend the next uh bit of money on uh on, yes. on a ticket, maybe we get some help with some other issues,
1: yeah, yeah. And the comedian that's a comedians' retirement fund. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Powerball ticket once a week.
0: All right, if you were on a if you were on a first date and found out the person worked as a, a telemarketer, would it would it change your opinion of them?
3: Say again. Say, so, so if you were on a first, first date, date with somebody
0: and found out the person you were with was a telemarketer, <laughs> would it would it change your opinion of them?
3: No, maybe that's just a maybe that's a stepping stone <laughs> to something bigger and brighter. I don't know. I, I mean, what what. what What falls under a telemarketer? I worked for a uh, a uh, market research company, right? So a lot of people assumed we were telemarketers or called us telemarketers, and we we weren't. I was there to give you a fifty dollars gift card. Definition of telemarketer.
1: I was a straight telemarketer, dude. I was a boiler room. I go in. This place was like, and I was good at it too, man. But it was so. It was so. Here is the deal. There is three lists: people who recently left AT and (laughs) T, people who've been gone over a year. This paid ten bucks a sale. This paid twenty, and then there was a list of people who actively hate AT and T. But if you sold them, you got a hundred bucks. Whoa! And I was like, "Give me that one." Those are the whales, <laughs> man, dude. I would just get on there and just—I would make them laugh. I'd be like, "Hey, this is Troy Aikman from AT and T." They'd be—they let you go off script a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, this is Troy Aikman of the Dallas Cowboys calling on behalf of AT and T. Like what? And I'm like, just kidding, man. But hey, come on. Give us another try. I'll give you a fifty dollars Red Lobster gift card, and they'd be like, "All right, that was kind of I mean, most people cursed me out, but it was like, it's so only... how many calls would you make? So, how, so what was your shift like? Honestly, how, dude, how my this was want... like early college, 18, 19 years old. My I had the hundred dollar rule. As soon as I made a hundred bucks, done for the day. I'm gone. Like if it so was you... twenty, if it's five twenties or one one hundred. Sometimes if I made a hundred dollar sale early, I might stick around, but like because the boss, if you sold stuff, the bosses were just kind of like. Yeah, get out of here. You sold more. I would sell more in three hours than most people sell all day. So did you work oh, in, man. like, did you have, like, a five-hour shift? Or you kind of came? It was supposed to be eight. Oh. But I didn't work an eight-hour day in my. Because it was just, like, goal, you hit your goals, and then the boss is like, I
4: yeah. was like, I'm
1: leaving. Rest up. And what are they going to do? Be like, don't come back then (laughs) it's like they're making money off you it was was a real crazy like boiler room pyramid situation I
3: did the same thing ours was direct mail so like people would call us and then a lot of it would be like this was back in the days where they would they would put things on the mailer that would make it seem like something was coming to your house so a lot of that you would not have been charged. So a lot of people would call, and I know the laws have, are different now. A lot of people would call, like older people, like you charge me for this, and I'd have to like talk them down and then sell yeah, them.
0: Yeah, you're a telemarketer. Yeah. So, what's the so definition? I guess I did that. Yeah, that's What's the
2: definition of a telemarketer? Telemarketing is the direct marketing of goods or services to potential customers over the telephone, mm-hmm. internet, or fax.
3: Yeah, I did that. Yeah. And that that okay. was brutal, and it was, uh, it, was uh, it was a it was a goal oriented thing too. But the crazy thing is, yeah. if you made uh, too much money. In the week, they taxed you differently. So you would sit there and you'd have to, you know, like, oh, I, I got, yeah, I got to do 23 sales this week. But if I get 25, I'm going to cost myself more money than if I got 24. So you get to 23 and then you start floating bombing calls. Yeah. And then they would have people that just listened into your calls to yell at you or fire you if you weren't doing it right. That's so-
1: why I would be... Go ahead, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. go ahead. I was going to say, like, if I'm on a date with somebody, I got to know what they're selling. Because, like, I also were, (laughs) I sold leads for a while. I'm not proud of this. Worst job i ever had. I sold leads to mortgage brokers and, like, insurance agents. And it'd be like, I never saw the product I sold. They gave me a script. I'd go off script, make them laugh, and I'd be like, hey, Daryl from Farmer's Insurance. Hey, buddy, listen, I got a... You got 10,000 people in a 50-mile radius of you that got, like, at least 10K to roll over in a 401K. Looking to invest in College 529 plans. And on, he's like, really? Yeah. he sell you these 300 leads. I'll tell you what, man. I'll sell it to you for $2,000. You know what? Make it $1,800. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then he's like, oh, what, up, then what a bargain. And then I get a call Arga? back, like, a month later and be like, hey, man. Three of these people were dead. <laughs> like, that's then that's one lady's been a bus driver her whole life. She says she doesn't have $14 in her bank account, let alone 10K. In a fl- and when I'm just like, uh, "Sorry, man, bad connection," you know, like it was like <laughs> I was getting feedback that made me feel like I was selling a bunk product, and then I couldn't look at myself in the mirror, and I got out of there.
0: Well, there was an annual an annual Gallup poll, and they found that telemarketer is the least trusted profession, like of yeah. of all jobs, telemarketer Makes sense. least. Trusted profession, or at least it's way down there. They don't—they don't have every job in the world listed, but of the 18 jobs they did, telemarketer ranked dead last. I mean, it yeah. wasn't even close.
2: I figured thief would be dead last. The—the
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next least trusted profession being a member of Congress, <laughs> barely. Uh, the rest of the bottom five are car salesman, business executive, and people who work in advertising. The most trusted profession, anybody? Doctor,
2: oh, good call. Nurse,
0: yeah,
3: hmm.
0: nurse. Nurse voted the most trusted profession for the 22nd year in a row. Then doctors, pharmacists, high school teachers, and cops. Now, if you're a telemarketer, I'm like, don't fret, because there are a couple jobs that would have ranked lower if they'd been included, like pornographer or uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nigerian prince or uh, president of Russia. Like none of those were listed, but I'm sure telemarketers there are people that you are dig worse
1: deep than you. enough. It'd be funny if you went on a date with a telemarketer who was just that tenacious. They're like, "Could we get two glasses of chablis and I've really been trying to reach you at home." <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, she but, takes her work home. Yeah. She's like,
1: <laughs> "Like what?" He's like, "Yeah, your uh, the warranty on your car is expired." Yeah. have have not been returning my phone calls, so <laughs>
0: Uh, chain restaurants are being pressured to accept um, custom off-menu orders that have gone viral as "quote unquote" hacks on social media. Mm. Have you seen this? I mean, I'm sure you're you're up to. Yeah, you watch the YouTube shorts and you watch uh, you know TikToks, especially sure. when it comes to food. I, I don't know. I'm addicted to that stuff. As far as I'll just scroll mm-hmm. through those YouTube shorts of people cooking or these oh, yeah. you know these chain hacks. There's one Waffle House uh, that's not having any of it. Uh, somebody posted a video of a Waffle House which had a sign on the register that said, order from the menu. We are not making anything you saw on TikTok.
3: Wow. No TikTok menu items, huh? it,
0: it was a handwritten sign, so it doesn't sound like it's a corporate rule yet. Uh, Waffle House hasn't commented. And I don't know Do if this think- was caused by
1: anything specific. Waffle House follows corporate rules, dude. <laughs> Have you been to a Waffle House? It's dude? been a while. You're lucky that they're putting their cigarette out before they come to the table.
3: That had to be a busy, a busy Waffle House.
1: Well, okay, so I guess this this one that's making
0: its way around the internet is mm-hmm. the the giant waffle cheeseburger, mm-hmm. where they're asking Waffle House employees to so instead of buns, it's a giant cheeseburger with waffles as buns <laughs> and it's I a giant pain in the ass for oh, them to is? make i
3: was gonna say that doesn't seem like it would be a pain in the ass i mean don't you just make a burger and you make some waffles and then put you them together? put them it together
0: it's giant
1: though it's like
3: oh, oh okay like Man, those every,
1: waffle house waffles are big
3: every waffle house experience i've had has been amazing. Mm-hmm. amazing i love it
1: dude you never leave the waffle house without if you sit at the bar and you talk to the guy or gal cooking you ain't leaving there without a crazy story. I know. I know. Sure. It's so fun. Seen it all.
3: It's, a, it's always fun. It's always fun. It's fast. The food is good. It's it's great. I mean, the best thing is, like, a lot of times we're only there because it was the only place it was open. But Absolutely. But you, you pull in with a tour bus or something and people are like, yeah! And you're like, you know, 12 guys dump out and then go straight into a Waffle House. Like, it's a it's a party. It's well, like yeah. whatever time of day it is, it's a party.
0: People yeah. have mixed feelings about this. Yeah. Like, hey, I, we admit that some of the hacks are annoying and they could be headaches for employees. Or it could get them in trouble. But you know what, though? The average, well, they argue that the viral hacks are free publicity. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. it is. Publicity. Like,
0: these are free. This is free publicity for your establishment. Uh, and, and rejecting hacks is like turning away business. Assuming it's one of those hacks where, you know, the company's not losing money, like Chipotle. Chipotle seems to be embracing this. And in, in the last couple of weeks, a hack went viral where you could alter their steak quesadilla and make it into something that tastes like a Philly cheesesteak. And Chipotle liked it enough where they're actually adding it to their menu. Oh, that's cool. I mean,
3: they've been looking for some good press for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah. As as long as it's not, you know, making its way on YouTube that you got E. coli from. (laughs) That was a long time. Remember that was that was a thing at Chipotle a long time ago. They're shaking their thing
3: for a little bit. Shaking that off, I,
1: I like
0: E. coli. Yeah, it was that like was their thing,
3: man. They just added it
1: to the yeah. end, Chipotle coli.
3: You know, the crazy thing is, it was like a lot of people's thing, but they just—I know—they just, they got the they just end, just end of it.
1: Took the heat for it. Lettuce, dude. It was
0: lettuce. Yeah, for it, was, a while. it, was, it lettuce. was lettuce.
3: It was the lettuce. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: and it was get and, for trying to be healthy.
3: <laughs> and it wasn't just their lettuce.
0: <laughs> no. No, and what did they say? Is that from the workers in the field?
3: I think it's like poop. Yeah, poop particles. Are they or saying
0: like workers in the field, like like
3: people get sick? They're unclean in the yeah, 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 in the field. Mm, that's what I remember reading.
0: Ah, you got to wash your stuff, man. You wash <laughs> your lettuce. Wash it. Wash it. Okay, and one final thing before we move on. Speaking speak of dirty, do, do you cook at home a lot? Yeah. Okay, so you likely already know a lot about how to safely cook your food, like from making sure meats are cooked to the right temperature to to washing your vegetables. There's a lot you could do to avoid food contamination. However, according to a new study, there's one area in your kitchen you likely didn't realize this is festering with germs. Can you guess? What's the one area of your kitchen that is most likely just festering with things to make you sick? Most likely, or you wouldn't think of it? I wouldn't think of it. Uh, okay. Maybe if you took a swab to this place, it, it would have dangerous levels of... of...
3: The fridge handle. No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, the water dispenser... Part of the fridge. Is it anything with the fridge? No. Mm. Coffee, no they're talking ma- about coffee
2: maker. Co-
0: they're talking about cross contamination.
2: Mm.
0: Cross contamination. Oh, cutting board. Nope. Oh. It is that, well, the place the researchers found to have the highest amount of cross contamination is your spice jars.
1: Oh, yeah. Not your kitchen,
0: not your counters, not your sink, not your cutting board. Yeah, because a lot of but times But your spice jars that, that. Yeah. I'll barehand
1: it after. Slapping some patties together.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. see,
2: I always, you have to have two separate. You have to have the patty hand and then the, and I always, I take the lid off ahead of time and I have it ready so I can do everything in one hand and then I put the spice on and do this. Yeah, I do not. That's an area where you don't think about.
1: <laughs> no, I usually wipe them down with like a Lysol wiping them
0: down oh. or something. Yeah, the, the researcher said we were we were surprised because we had not seen evidence of spice container contamination before. Most research on the cross-contamination of kitchen surfaces due to handling of raw meat or poultry products has focused on kitchen cutting boards or faucet handles. Yeah. And we never checked spice containers.
3: How long does that stuff live? Because I, I, I know that I'm... I know that I'm guilty of, like, probably touching something like that and going, ah, it'll die in the next day or two. Yeah. I'm not going to use this thing. Some of that stuff lives days. on surfaces for— I guess it does. I know it's not long. I just, I, hmm. I, that's, that's probably where p- p- people are thinking the same thing I was.
0: Uh, the moral here is it, 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 clean everything you touch. Yeah. That's the moral of the story here.
1: And touch everything you clean.
0: <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. And that is your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Uh, we will take a break. We've got some of your emails. Uh, coming up, we have Sex Dumb Fun Facts, Sex Toy of the Week. We'll play Fake News of Florida, give away some fabulous prizes. Rafe Williams is here. <clears throat> All righty there, podcasters. Let me tell you about Pure Performance. Elevate your performance. Pure Performance is your one-stop shop for all aftermarket modifications, known for their top quality work and outstanding customer service. Now, what do they do? They are the best place to go for replacement tires. If you own a Jeep or even a Bronco, you know, of course, you got to get those aftermarket parts. You go to Pure Performance for all that stuff, but they're not just accessories. Pure Performance is also a full service shop. You don't have to worry about paying for parts or services you don't need when it comes to repairs you could count on the experts at Pure Performance to recommend only what your vehicle actually requires. How about this? An ethical place. A place that's not going to rip you off. It's Pure Performance in St. Charles. They're just north of the Cave Springs exit off of 70. Their website PurePerformance.com. That's PurePerformance.com P-U-R-Performance.com A proud sponsor of the Race Show
3: Podcast. Hey, it's Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and auto automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family budget. And the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. And now, with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, way to go Dobbs. Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive in, and any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for major savings today. You're
0: listening to The Riz Show, and it's Ian Bang. Happy birthday, Riz. Got your emails here in a second. Um... I'd imagine that you're on death row and you're about to be executed you know just for fun and uh, what would you want for your final meal because I guess there's a trend now where people are sharing their hypothetical final meals and it seems like most do not want home-cooked meals like just scanning through and and by the way for what it's worth some people are not amused by this. They argue that it's tone deaf to the evils of capital punishment and sensitive to those wrongly incarcerated. Okay, I got that, but just for fun. Just for fun. Final meal. Go. Rafe.
1: Taco John's, Potato Olays. Uh, yeah. You've Potato thought Olays. This? Oh, dude. I was so mad when Taco John's lost the Taco Wars in the 90s. with before Taco Bell was the juggernaut it is, Taco John's was neck and neck. They used to be and that was. A, I don't know if Taco John's. so much better. It's so much better. Uh, but it wasn't cheaper. Taco Bell went cheap, and they won the war. Hmm. Got in Demolition Man, and it was game over. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I did listen to that
0: Business Wars. There was a Business Wars podcast. <clears throat> I think it's Taco Bell versus Chipotle. And uh, they talked about the origins of Taco Bell and how yeah. being in Demolition Man, really up their brand oh yeah like that was a real help you know for that brand uh and your death row you know final meal
3: oh man i don't know i'm I'm, I'm actually looking up some like super famous ones and uh i mean there's some bizarre ones here i don't i don't know I, i don't know if i would want anything I, I don't know.
0: The way to have fun with this.
3: I'm, 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 try, I'm here. Tr- I'm trying. A couple to.
0: saltines
1: and a glass of water.
0: I here just go. think
3: that it would, be, it would be rough. I think it would be yeah, rough.
1: Yeah, it'd be tough to choke down knowing what's coming. Well, no, imagine that you don't know. Like, what's the last meal you hope you get to eat before your number gets punched?
3: It's interesting that you say that because I have famous last meals of, of, of just people not on death row. Like what James Dean had for his life.
0: his before his car crash? That's right. He what did he eat?
3: Yeah, an apple pie. Frank Sinatra had a grilled cheese sandwich just before. Uh, Abraham Lincoln had a uh, classic American American cuisine. Baked yams, chestnut stuffing, cauliflower smothered in cheese sauce. Uh, Virginia fowl. Let's see. Julia Child had French onion soup. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, let's see. What did he have? Uh, he ate liver and bacon chops.
0: Okay. Now, uh, now give me some serial killers.
3: Oh, serial killers. I have a few here. Let's see. Here's some weird ones. Well, uh, nothing. on uh, hell. Nieves Diaz, convicted of uh, murder and kidnapping and armed robbery, refused a last meal. Uh, let's see. This guy had just had toast. Um, the old fashioned Ricky Ray, whoa, which looks like steak and bacon and uh, pecan pie. Here's one. Uh, this guy just wanted, oh, Timothy McVeigh just wanted two pints of ice cream. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: strawberry. I think you see strawberry, the, uh, I, really I think they remember. stopped doing this now, by the way. I think yeah. most states oh, really? that, that do executions, they're, they're like, no, here's what name. you're eating.
2: I don't know how to say this guy's last name, but it's Victor. Oh, F- yeah. Gure. Did you see his? Yep. Just one olive.
3: That's it. One, one olive. olive. Yeah. And, he, and he specified it with the pit inside. If you're
2: already kind of a troublesome character and you're in this situation, I'd go ahead and just, you know, go to heavy smoke or something. Just eat everything on the menu. <laughs> So that way, whenever I pass away, there's going to be a huge mess that somebody's going to have to clean up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have the joke on them, man. Let's go to town. Bundy. Yeah. Well, uh, joke's
1: on you.
3: Bundy was the electric chair in 1989, and this dude had a giant steak, like the old 96er. He had uh, eggs, hash browns. It looks like McDonald's hash browns. They're Like the medallions, you know? Or, I mean, not the medallions, the, the bell buckles. He had toast, jam, butter, orange juice, That's milk. That's where you're going?
1: That's what potato oles are, dude.
3: Is what? Is hash browns like a? That's queue? why Taco
1: John's is better. The potato ole's are like these little Mexican hash brown medallions, and then they smother them like nachos. Oh, it's just wow. a better product. It's a better... <laughs> <laughs> they had it down. Like, that, that was...
2: You type that in, and Taco John is... Like one of the top things if you type in potato ole. Potato okay. ole. Christopher
3: right. Eugene Brooks executed in Alabama for 1992 uh, murder of a woman. This dude had uh, two Reese's peanut butter cups and a Coke.
0: Hmm. Yeah, listen, if I was for real on death row, I don't know if I'd be able to eat before my execution.
3: No, and I'd be a Pepper. bit nervous. Dr. Pepper and two Reese's peanut butter cups and yeah. he ate it with a fork.
0: I think I'd have the bubble guts going, but.
3: Oh, dude, look at this one. Oh, I wish I wish I could put this up here and have you guess who this was, because you might actually get it. But look at that—that's John oh, Gacy's last. John,
0: one. yeah, but was it was it KFC? Oh,
3: I don't know. I mean, because I, right I think he worked
0: eat. at KFC. You're he was right. like a regional manager. or Look something at like that.
3: that for his last meal. He requested exactly twelve fried shrimps, a pile of French fries, one pound of strawberries, and a bucket of KFC original recipe.
0: Yeah, and he got it. You sure did. You got it. Yeah. Now, now they're like, you're you're getting what the commissary gives you. Yeah.
1: If they were gonna do a last meal, I'd be like, hey man, can I get it like a week out? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I could probably compartmentalize enough to enjoy this uh, Neapolitan ice cream if I don't, if I know I'm not taking the long walk on the Green Mile in like thirty minutes.
3: if you had to pick one thing, if you had to pick, like, one, like, style, would you pick a dessert? Would you pick a No, breakfast?
0: no, because I'm more of a savory. I, I'd probably pick something my mom, like, made as a kid yeah. for me. Well,
1: if that's on the table, yeah,
3: maybe. You know, you know what I would do? I think I would do breakfast. I think I would do just, like, a real badass breakfast. You know what I mean? I mean, if
1: that's your favorite meal...
3: What's, I mean, I never had breakfast. So I'd be like, "Well, I'm mean, as well up the number for breakfasts." <laughs> that's the fewest. That's the meal I had the fewest. But, yeah,
0: but, but looking at what these people are posting, most of their final meals are not like homemade cooking. It, like somebody said, um, sushi and garden salsa, sun chips, and a raspberry, a blue a blue raspberry lemonade from Sonic. Somebody said Chick fil A chicken nuggets and Arnold Palmer, um, and Nerds candies, Outback's blooming onion. Uh, Olive Ugh. Garden's Olive <laughs> Garden's five cheese Z D.
2: Now, if you're a restaurant and death row inmates keep requesting you the most, are you kind of ashamed of yourself?
0: <laughs> are you Do you mate? track them? If you if you're somebody's final meal, no. I mean, that's well, like a badge of honor. Okay, hmm. is that something you put in your advertising campaign? Like you know, KFC,
1: uh, John Wayne Gacy's final meal. I wonder if he just got it and he's like, I eat this whole bucket. Might get me first.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, there is a place that serves what they what they say was Kurt Cobain's last meal. He ordered a bananas dulce sautéed in brown sugar and rum, and it's still served at this restaurant.
0: Oh, so like uh, what do you call that? He, bananas Foster,
3: I guess. Almost the, like bananas Foster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing he had, they say, was a root beer and cigarettes.
0: I think that's what my last meal would be: root beer and cigarettes. That's it. I figured it out. <laughs> You wouldn't want an Outback
1: Steakhouse Bloomin' Onion to your final meal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, when I when you strap me to the chair, I better have heartburn. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I remember for a while they were
0: offering not just a Bloomin' Onion, but they dip it in ranch and put bacon on it.
3: Yeah. You know what last thing uh, Elvis had? Four scoops of ice cream and a chocolate chip cookie. That's
0: the way to go out, man. That's mm-hmm. it. What would your final meal be?
3: Oh, man. <sighs>
2: See, that'd be a tough one. Um, I, I think it would have to be just a good old pizza. A tasty pizza, that's nothing it, not exciting. Not from
0: anything, not from anywhere specific.
2: No, I mean, I was thinking Totino's. of trying to find the most expensive... <laughs> pizza rolls. You know, the most expensive restaurant and something I couldn't afford or something like that, but... Well, it's got to uh, be within, whatever, 50 miles yeah, yeah, that's so, the problem. So that's why sure. we don't have anything that crazy, I guess, uh, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few spots I would love to have.
3: I'd what have the, some smothered breakfast with, like, three different varieties of hash browns because hash browns just, like, always make me happy. And then I'd have probably three of my favorite fries, including Lion's Choice fries, uh, some In-N-Out fries, and I'll finish In-N-Out's out <laughs> because
0: let's say you're getting executed here in Missouri. So oh. what do they do? Where do they do the executions here?
1: Uh, Outback? No, they're... um... Outback (laughs) Steakhouse. Come on down and have a blooming onion while we put this guy to
3: death. And, you know, I close it up. I close it up with three chocolate chip cookies. Is it Sedalia? Sweaty sweaty cookies. Sedalia is where the state fair
1: is. is. That's a different kind of onion. Sedalia onions.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure where they do that here. Would it be close to Jeff City? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever
0: prison is equipped to to do that. I don't know. Uh, Let's get some of the emails. Uh, Good morning, fellas. While I was trying to turn off my brain for the night, I inadvertently went down a rabbit hole when I came across a Wikipedia entry. Apparently, in 1974, the Ozark Music Festival was such a dumpster fire that the city of Sedalia banned any rock concerts ever again. Anybody know about this? Wait, which which concert? It was called the 1974 Ozark Music Festival.
2: Okay, we've heard of There's that. There's either a documentary or something that was put out last
3: year. Yeah, there was something. There was there was a lot of talk about that recently. I,
0: I looked this up. So a Clystnos version, and this is what uh, listener Sean writes: a um, hundred thousand dollars in damages, which would be about six hundred thousand dollars nowadays, because that was seventy four. Mm-hmm. Uh, a field of garbage, one death, thousands of overdoses, two cows and several hogs from a neighboring farm were poached. And it was so dirty afterwards and afraid of disease, they flew helicopters and dropped lime to help clean the area.
3: Wow. <laughs> that <laughs> they was had a to good dis- concert. They had to disinfect the area. <laughs> wow,
0: dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you know play? Oh, dude, what a lineup.
3: I mean, this was like the lineup for 74.
0: Yeah. Oh, so it was wasn't it? Bachman Turner Overdrive, which oh, we talked about yesterday. Okay, yeah. Stop right there. Aerosmith. Whoa. Blue Oyster Cult. The Eagles. The Marshall Tucker Band, uh, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, nice, Jeff Beck, who just passed, Skinnard, Charlie Daniels, Joe Walsh, uh Ario Speedwagon, Bob Seeger, the Ozark Mountain Daredevils,
2: dude. That's Wolfman wild. Jack
0: was the MC. That's they wild. forked
2: out money on that Dang. one. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, so I like actually uh I don't know if you're gonna put to maybe it's just good that it was the last one. You know? They like, so that
0: the Missouri Senate met after the after the festival and they said the scene made the degradation uh made the degradation of Sodom and Gomorrah appear mild.
2: Oh jeez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ain't seen nothing
2: yet. Yes. Bow,
1: bow, oh, you ain't seen Na-na-na-na. BTO was there like
0: objecting. Drama. So yeah. yeah, that's the little history, the little Missouri history for you. It's good. The 1974 Ozark that, music
2: they festival. They went biblical. Come on, man. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, they dropped salt all over that area. Mm-hmm. Jeez.
0: They said so like, natural, it, natural, and unnatural sex acts. <laughs> sex acts became a spectator sport.
3: That, did, that, that band didn't last very long because I saw concerts there in the 80s. You know. You did uh, well. Yeah. Rock con- it was rock
2: country and it. You know, smaller concerts probably. Yes. they
1: they they saw the movie Footloose,
2: are like, oh, is that us guys? No, they were concerts
3: for the state fair. We were there in the the eighties. I mean, maybe on the fairgrounds.
2: Like the rock and roll band would probably be ZZ Top that they led in there because they're kind of country boys, you know, they're Texas boys, so I guess they they can slide in.
0: Uh, Good morning, lads, Uh, Listeners, since twenty seventeen when I moved my family to uh, Eureka. Go, Jeff. We moved to Florida back in twenty twenty one and are expected to move to Tampa in twenty twenty three home of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I was president for the 2019 um, stunning season for the Blues and subsequent parade and have been a diehard Blues fan since college. I know this topic has been hashed out forever and and before, but is it okay if I wear my Blues jersey to some random Lightning game because I miss watching hockey and I love the sport?
3: Totally. No. I'm of the no. I'm of the, you can wear what you want because it's earth. Yeah. Because if you go to
2: see Thrice or some band. No, you, you can wear... wear whatever you want.
3: Yeah, you can't. Well, okay.
2: Why, why is it Without consequences. How well. come concerts you can wear other band shirts, but there
3: it's bad? Listen, yeah. fellas. <laughs> oh, let's hear it.
1: <laughs> first of all, you got to look in the mirror when you're a grown man and you're wearing a jersey and the person's name on your back is younger than you. Okay? Like, that's the first question you got to ask yourself before you leave the house. <laughs> now, I'll allow it. If you're a real fan.
0: All of them are now, by
1: the way. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I would kiss Patrick Mahomes on his forehead if I ever made him in public, but I don't wear his jersey to the game. I just wear, like, a T-shirt. Generic? I just wear, like, a Chiefs shirt. Mm-hmm.
2: You can't but be well, But the only to to person, TV?
1: I don't care. It's just like there's always one random dude at like a Chiefs Raiders game in like a Tony Romo jersey. I'm like, "What are you <laughs> doing, man? What are you doing?" He's
3: showing his fandom for his team well, while he's dumb. supporting the sport. Go well, sports. It's dumb. No, go, it's, football. Not, yeah, it's, dumb. it's <laughs> dumb. It's not dumb.
1: You look dumb. It's dumb. You look Nobody dumb. Nobody likes you. Stop mm-hmm. doing
0: it. And don't sit
1: next to me.
3: Why do you have to be liked? He's not there wearing his jersey to be liked.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I didn't realize he was Serpico or <laughs> The Scarface. You can't wear whatever you want.
3: Yeah, you can. You, can. you can't walk in there <laughs> Wait, with a Nazi uniform. Well, okay, you're being ridiculous. Boom. Yeah, that's, that's you're, you're, you're being ridiculous.
1: What's worse is when it's not even the sport being played. You ever seen somebody do that? Yes, I've like done that. Like you go to like a Rams game and somebody's getting a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey and you're like,
3: <laughs> you okay, man? What is this, middle school <laughs> yeah. like, where we're commenting? We care about what other people wear? I grow up, yes. boys. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb
0: too. <laughs> Rafe and I are. Show your fandom, dude. Scott, you're okay with it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're dumb it's too. It's my buddy Mike.
2: It's strictly entertainment, so it fits under the same category as yeah. going to a concert or any of that kind of stuff.
1: You're yeah.
3: right. And that's a great comparison, too. The band You're right, the man. Band I'm going to go to
1: Celine Dion and dress up like Gene Simmons. And then when people look at me weird, I'm going to be like, I'm a fan of Kiss. You guys judging me? <laughs> you the, the yeah, full Gene Simmons? Yeah. yeah, but like really into the Celine
2: Dion. I believe in a heart
1: that's so cool. Like, he knows
2: all the words. <laughs> that Tony Romo fan in his helmet and all that, I get yeah. that would look a little weird if he's in the full getup, but uh, the just the blouse. Oh, all oh. the
0: executions in Missouri are, are in Terre.
2: Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so... of the executions. So I guess uh whatever is around the Bon Terre area is what you what you're limited to. Boy. As far as last meals.
3: Well, Taco Bell it is.
0: Welcome to Bon Terre. I bet you they got a subway. Every small little municipality has Yeah, there's more yeah, subway than, than and anything else. Yeah, because you can put a subway anywhere. You just need a storefront, that's it.
3: Yeah. And, and they're fairly cheap franchises.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh hey fellas, my husband and I are coming to Res Night at the Blues. Uh, All right. We're from uh from Macon, which is a neighbor Heck of yeah. Shelbyville. Yeah. Hey,
3: wear whatever you want. M- maybe a jersey from Macon. Yeah, we're staying a be jersey.
0: We're staying a few days, and we're needing some breakfast recommendations. Uh, we started listening when my husband was working in Washington, Missouri, and have been podcast weirdos ever since. That's from Janelle. Might I recommend the Shack? The
1: yeah. yeah.
0: oh, Shack for breakfast call. is the jam.
1: It is good, man.
0: You will Damn. never have a bad meal there. Yeah.
3: There's a lot. Yeah. Shack. Uh, uh, original Pancake House. It's good too. Uh, is that Rooster Place still down there?
0: Yeah, Rooster is awesome. Rooster, that's downtown.
1: Yeah, that's
3: fantastic.
1: I'm an old. When it comes to breakfast, I'm an old school guy. I don't like uh, European seating. I don't. I don't, don't want to sit at a long picnic table and listen to a couple have an argument. I don't either. When I'm just trying to <laughs> eat eggs. I don't Benedict. either. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. I need my privacy. I'm out. I like I like the food. I just don't like the setup. I'd rather go. I want to sit in a booth.
3: I don't remember that. I want somebody with an
1: attitude to serve me. Chili and eggs or whatever.
0: So <laughs> Waffle House it is. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. The Rooster has table.
2: that the you know the VIP section at the back. Yeah, in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah the back, the table. The back. I'm not fancy enough for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, one more email. Uh, good morning. I'm a little behind on the podcast, but last I heard, Riz's bidet broke, and he was looking to upgrade. My bidet did break.
3: Oh bummer. Sorry, you can borrow man. mine. It's off right now.
0: Why'd you take it off?
3: <laughs> uh, well, there was like a, a week. <laughs> It was like a weak flush going on, and I thought it was because we were taking some of the pressure from, you know, for the for the bidet. Uh, So I took it off, and then it still had the weak. Still, yeah. So it wasn't the bidet's fault. No, it wasn't the bidet's fault, and I still haven't put it back on.
0: Our our mutual buddy Jeremy uh, Rafe uh, recommended the the uh, Dude Wiper 1000, which I did get. Uh, It's kind of your introductory model to a bidet. Okay. Uh, Just screw it onto the toilet seat, and I guess I was a little too aggressive. I cracked it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he cracked so the dude wiper 2000 <laughs> it, it broke get what you pay for uh, and, and
0: i'm sure it was wasn't expensive no 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 it wasn't but team rose member faust says uh the um suggestion is the brondell swash cl950 wow
3: excuse Whew. me how do you spell that
0: b-r-o-n-d-e-l-l swash cl950
3: dang all right let's see the price on this bad boy all right. See, now we're getting up into the uh, oh yeah we're the, to the to the big boy toilet seats.
0: <laughs> I wanted a bidet for a long time. My husband fought back. Finally, I said I would get a cheap one that that just hooked up to the water. Well, after a trip to Japan, my husband agreed. Uh huh. I told you. But what he said, go big or go home. This thing has a heated seat, <clears throat> night light, a front you. and rear wash. If you go to Japan, deodorizer and fan to drive you off. If you go to Japan, to you
3: you're coming home going, why is America not? Why is this Why are we not the standard? Only place, yeah. Like I mean, it's standard in Japan. Every hotel, even the cheap, crappy hotels, have these nice ones with the with the female male settings. You got three
0: hundred bucks. I said it's, yeah. She says it's
1: well worth it.
3: Yeah, here's one. Um, three nineteen with the yes, shipping. Rafe? There you go. Can we
1: skip back to the part where they said front and back? Because I'm interested in that. Well, for the female,
3: it's got, got a female. Fi- it's got a female. It's side. got a
1: female side. Well.
3: I'm and deodorizer. It. I promise.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, the deodorizer thing. I was also a little curious about. Is it just like a little one of those like old timey perfume bottles <laughs> hooked up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: going out on the town tonight. <laughs> <laughs> dude, look at that thing, dude. That's amazing. Go- it's gorgeous. Oh, that is nice. Listen, any toilet seat that has like a 360 video, like a, you know, like the <laughs> promo video, <laughs> then you know it's it's a uh, it's doing its job. Oh yeah, look, that looks sharp, yo. Uh. She
0: says her butt cheeks are spoiled now. If I sit on a cold toilet seat, it's a super shock and almost makes me angry.
3: Yeah, now the home the home bowl advantage is like the home bowl must. If you're at a friend's place or something like that, you're like, oh no, nah, I'm just gonna, God, I, When I got my when I got go my dude wiper,
0: I could not wait to go to the bathroom for the first time. <laughs> I took it out of the box. I was a kid on Christmas morning.
1: Yeah. You're Got ready to rock. I was huh?
0: ready to rock, but I wasn't. But I wasn't ready to rock. I set it up and I go, "All right, come on, bells."
1: Then you sat on the toilet backwards like a cool substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: realized Man. I
1: did this wrong. Yeah,
3: that's uh. Are-
1: the Brondell
0: Swash CL 950. Have you oh, upgraded? Nice. I no, no, I, I I cracked the other one and I haven't gotten <laughs> anything yet. I may go. I will oh, look.
3: I will you, look at it. Get you an open box unit. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh,
0: no. <laughs> That's one that I know, I'm not. No, there are certain things that don't want to be open box. No form on
1: please. <laughs> That's a great Dang, one. dude. Yeah, I got a deal on this bidet. It was an <laughs> open box. <laughs> 12% off. That doesn't seem like enough. You know, no, my, my toilet does have an outlet
0: next to it.
3: Oh, man. Then you are. <sighs> this is. You're, you're doing what yourself is, a disservice.
0: You need an outlet for it. He yeah, some do. The fancy ones, yeah. The fancy ones. Does that require an outlet?
3: Oh, I'm sure it's got a light on it and all that. Oh, with yeah. Battery so power on it.
0: That'd it. be solar powered.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a window near.
0: All right. Thank you for your emails. For pseudo show. Traffic and weather. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back with your sexy time fun facts and the sex toy of the week. It's a doozy. It's a doozy today. That's not exactly what it's called. It's not called the doozy, but it is. <laughs> hey, dude.
3: It's Drew, Drew Lynch, and you're listening to The the, the Rizzuto Show. Hey, ha- happy birthday, Riz. Hi,
0: right, welcome back to the program. Let's do sexy time. Fun facts. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal.
4: Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby.
1: They glorify unnatural sex action. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts.
0: So, Rafe, it's all about men, women, relationships, and you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Sexy time, fun facts. We'll start with this, and I'll ask. Uh... Oh, we got a sponsor
3: Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet.
0: Thank you. Sorry. I'm gonna go around the room here. Would you say something if you saw your married neighbor cheating?
3: Mm. Do I know this neighbor? Other than, there's the neighbor. Um, I
0: mean, how close? How close are I'm, you with I'm your neighbors?
3: Much closer to one neighbor than I am the other
0: neighbor. Okay, so let's go either side. Oh. So the one neighbor you don't know that well, and the other neighbor you do know. Oh man, that's that's. A, I mean, that is a tough one. Do you, do you get yourself in involved?
1: Like I see him out at a restaurant type situation.
0: So th- that was a question uh, this woman asked after she witnessed her neighbor cheating on his wife. So the neighbor posted on the popular parenting forum Mumsnet, she said that she'd been noticing a woman spending time with her married neighbor, so at mm. the house. Quote, I've been, well, I found out that one of our neighbors appears to be having an affair. He's married with a kid. I also... And she says she feels triggered because of her own past experience with infidelity. Sure. Uh, she says, I don't, I also don't know if my own experience is affecting my judgment. Years ago, one of my neighbors tried telling me my own husband was having an affair. Oh. She didn't do it directly, and I didn't catch on.
3: Hmm. You know, I would say probably stay out of
1: it. Uh,
0: that's my first instinct, just stay out of it. Uh, I it's would I'm probably out
1: when you said the kid thing, too. I'm just like, man, I, that's a, domino effect that I'm like I don't want to be What if they're swingers? Yeah,
3: what Mm -hmm. if there's a swing? Yeah, there's good
1: ways to justify it
0: in mind Hey, who
3: knows? Yeah, and if they are, or, or somebody knows something or whatever, then you just look nosy I mean, you are
0: nosy You are nosy
1: as How much dog? does this neighbor respect my property line?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get myself involved in somebody else's marriage. Is this Even somebody yeah. that's
3: dumping leaves over the fence? Is that what you're saying? This like
1: this guy t- <laughs> t- take care of that limb I've pointed out like yeah. four times or no? <laughs> right,
3: yeah. He's, he's mowing his grass too maybe, late at night. Uh, maybe they get divorce and move away. Maybe it's something I can't morally look away from
1: <laughs>
0: uh, if... His tree's yeah, can, on my side of the fence. It could be a strategy thing. You know, you yeah. get them
1: divorced. They're moving, selling that house and moving away. Honestly, this is what I would <laughs> probably do. If I really felt like I morally could not, I would probably mention it to the person. I'd do the one of those moves where I was like, hey, man, saw a good looking gal coming in and out of here a few That's times. That's a good way to do it. You know it. what I mean? Just be like. Let them know you know. Either cut it out. Yeah, let them know you know. And then let them do what they want with that I think that's probably, if, if you were to okay. say something, I think that's the best way
0: okay.
3: to do it. Okay, if it were, ha- if, if it, uh, let's say if you found out it happened to you.
1: Or a woman, it wouldn't matter if it was a man or woman. Would
3: you be upset with your neighbor that you thought you were close to for not warning you?
1: Slippery slope. I'm of the mind. I'm never mad at anyone because no one. the person who owes you something is the person you're in a relationship with. I yeah, think yeah, at not, first not you'd be upset.
0: I think when cooler heads prevail, I think they would realize, hey, you didn't want to get yourself involved. Sure,
3: but would you Would you wish that they would have? I
1: mean, yes, probably.
0: Probably, but again, they'll be mad at you at first, but hopefully when cooler heads prevail, they'll realize, yeah, yeah. hey, man, I didn't want to get involved in my business, which you got to respect.
3: What if you're really close? <clears throat> what if this... Guy or gal is like, like you're a, actually friend, yeah, like you're friends, your, your friends. Buds. like I would consider myself. Well,
1: friends. then I would say they would have said well, yeah. more than a neighbor, right? Well, they would have said my friend, not my
0: neighbor. Who well, they were with.
3: neighbors first, so yeah. I, I still consider my neighbor a neighbor, even though I consider them friends.
1: Would you
0: say mm. something, Scott?
3: Um. <laughs>
1: Man, I live next door to my mom and dad. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I, yeah, lips again, are sealed. I don't know, I wouldn't know how to do this. Fist bump, dad. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to do this without, uh, you know, the. I'd have to be prayerful before I go and do this to make sure it was all right, because you never know how people respond to that well, information. What if, and if they go, stay out, of,
0: stay out of his business? I
2: think he would, because uh, you never know how someone's going to respond, and they may go crazy whenever their spouse gets home, and this is not worth your time. Yeah, to...
1: Jesus said, love thy neighbor, you know? Uh, yeah. so, <laughs>
2: uh, real close. He's like, you know, love
1: thy neighbor and stay out of their business. Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> the
0: Internet basically is telling this woman, Stay out of it. Mind your own business.
1: Yeah, yeah. Stay insane. out of
0: her neighbor's affairs. Literally. Personally, While
1: they comment out. on everyone else's.
0: Business. Exactly. <laughs> but
3: dude. <that's> why <laughs> While they surf the on. internet, she's
0: looking. She's she's trolling for opinions. While sure. they surf
3: the internet to trash everybody with no information.
0: <laughs> it's a heartbreaking situation. It's now
1: it's uncomfortable for everybody involved. Or it's what you guys said. Somebody's just like, hey. They got they got an understanding that you don't know about, and now you look like yeah. yeah. And
2: as soon as you do that, they're also gonna be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's uh, you know, my sister that just moved to town from Chicago. It has nothing to do with so So you know. Then you're crazier. They're all mad at you and all. Yeah, then it's crazy. No, but everyone's (laughs) mad at you because they're like, ah, Mm -hmm. I thought you know, I saw an attractive girl. I thought I didn't realize they were kin. Oops. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. So how long have you been with uh, with your girlfriend? Seven years,
1: six years, years, six, seven years, yeah. Okay, six,
0: seven Mm -hmm. years. Good Uh, clip. Did you ever use any dating apps?
1: I've never used a dating app, ever. I've never had anything. Like, I've never even had the app on my phone. No Plenty of Fish, no Tinder, no Hinge, no Grinder, (laughs) none of that stuff. None of it. (laughs) No,
0: I I think any of us have had experience with none of us. I have. Oh, you you did?
2: Yeah. Yeah. J date, right? Yeah, J date, and uh, well, whenever I I was on. Christian Mingle? Yeah, Christian. But you guys set me up on some site. I did? Yeah.
3: Well, we had like an we email. Did. No, remember, we had yes. like a date, date King Us? Scott. Yeah, you had a date King Scott <laughs> well, and you put me on oh, some yeah. website. No. No, but it had it an app. And then um,
2: there was one, I forgot which swipey one. Oh, Bumble. Is that you, were right? on, you were on There's Bumble. There's Bumble, yeah.
3: Yeah, That's for like the three one seconds. The gals had to reach out to you. Yeah. Bum- but Bumble. then I
2: had a friend that went through and they saw people that I was friends with and they were like swiping. I'm like, okay, I'm off. Uh, deleted I was like, no, I'm not con- contacting those folks. That's not good. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: No. Wow. Isn't that wild? The Scott's the, the, the most experienced here with the, uh, I'm with the yeah, each one, each one <laughs> offers
1: a different thing. You know, bumble is girl makes the first move, which probably is the best possible idea in the mm-hmm. world. First as, as guys are, uh, Hinge is friend, right? You gotta have a mutual friend, isn't that the?
2: Oh, is, is that, that what it? it is? Oh, that's I, the way I understood. No, I, yeah. That's what the hinge is. There has to be no, like a that's the way where they burn it, right? Like the whole idea is where you don't use Hinge. Uh, I mean, that's like their yeah, the marketing,
1: yeah, like the smart. the app designed to be deleted. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, they're I, just I, saying like they want you to find a partner. Uh, oh, they sure. They want you to sure. find well, someone. I, I got, got can a buddy who's a
0: salesman, and he travels from city to city, and he's got Tinder. And last time he was in St. Louis, like, let me see this. I've never been on it. Uh, and I was like, this is wild.
1: Oh, yeah. Comedians are all over it,
0: dude. Wild. Wild. Hmm. I, I never use it. I've been with, you know, my wife for, since, you know, the year 2000, 1999. Um, when you're on the dating scene, it's uncommon to have, it's not well, it's not uncommon to have several irons in the fire. Yeah. But online dating has made it relatively easy to be talking to dozens of people at once looking for a match. So there is a new dating app that does the opposite. It's called Tame, T-A-M-E, and the idea is that you focus on one person at a time. In fact, the app won't let you talk or look at other profiles unless you close the conversations you're in. So it's the anti-Tinder.
1: What do you mean close the conversations? Like once you hit close on a conversation, you're not talking to that person anymore. Done. That's kind of cool,
0: I guess. so so there's no ghosting if you want to continue using the app. You need to end a chat and provide a reason before moving on. dang. And once wow. you leave a chat, you could never contact that person again,
2: so this is you're serious about this. There's no game. Let's just be there's, honest with each other. There's no swiping.
0: That's great to find matches. you you'll have to you, you fill out profiles and participate in questionnaires. So they're trying to fill the void. It's they saying it's a healthier way. Yeah, they're trying it to fill sounds the void of it. better, like, yeah. Like, yeah.
3: I'm only here for serious connections.
1: Well, and I have, like, comedian friends that are, like, they're copy, if you're copying and pasting <laughs> in a dating, it's not good, man, right? He's just, like, you know, he's, like, he's copying and pasting, like, opening lines yeah. and conversation stuff into diff, and I'm, like, <laughs> man, That's, no how lazy is that?
0: Well, and Smooth. people on social media have been criticizing this tame thing Saying it's everything from a, from an inefficient use of time to quote unquote online prison, then don't use it. Then go online and use Tinder. Online
3: prison. <laughs> oh, wow. It's freeing you from. You know what? I don't think this this app is looking for your drama.
1: Tame is. Is that because it's an what's that, an amalgam of mate? Is that what that is? Wow. Why is it called tame? I don't know. Anagram. Anagram. That's it. Tame says know. they're
0: completely open to feedback, working on, you
1: know, suggestions. <laughs> one customer at a time, though. Yeah. <laughs> they will not respond not... to a complaint until one complaint is closed. <laughs> <laughs> they will not take two complaints at once. They will not.
0: Uh, all right. Anybody got a worse first kiss story than this? Do you remember your first kiss? Uh,
3: yes. I mean, I, I remember, I don't remember it necessarily, but I remember, you know, the the, the whole sphere of it, I suppose.
0: Hmm. My, my first official first kiss, I mean... I guess in sixth grade, you know, it was, like, forced to kiss a girl at the you know, the, the playground. You know, forced.
1: Everybody,
0: everybody kind of surrounded, like, you
1: know, oh. she
0: was my girlfriend.
3: Dunderdome. Oh, yeah. Dunderdome. Dunderdom. <laughs> yeah, no, mine, mine was not that. It wasn't anyway. very pleasant. No, mine was, uh, with you. Uh, I don't know, but I guess about th- nine months and 30 minutes before. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? I was 16. First kiss at sixteen.
3: Yeah, first kid, first kiss at sixteen, first kid at seventeen.
1: Well, somebody took a liking. <laughs> <laughs> your first kiss. You remember your first kiss? I do, of course. Yeah, first grade. First grade. Look at you. Dang. First grade. Amber Humphrey stuck me and another boy in a corner, and she said, "I'm gonna kiss one of you," and we were both like,
3: <laughs> "Which one was it?"
1: It's gonna. Who's it gonna be? <laughs> yeah, I won that day. I won <laughs> nice. the day. Congrats, man. Rock, paper, scissors. Uh, She just, I know. I just remember it was, like, under this, like, it was recess, and we went under the part of the school that was, like, going into the doors, and she put me and another kid there, and she's like, I've decided to kiss one of you today. (laughs) It's very, like,
3: "Wow." we were like, okay. All right. right.
1: And uh, I got the nod, dude. I got the, she may have flipped it. She may have two-faced it. I don't know. She may have just been like, whatever. Uh, But I won the day that day. Just a little smooch.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: I can kind of, it was, I was a kid, like a little kid. I remember that. It was uh, this girl from church, but I don't really remember much about how it was set up or why it even happened. But sure. that was the very first Never kiss. But the first uh, kiss kiss was, I was
3: probably about 16 or 17, high yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. High school. Yeah, yeah, high school. And I was on a church bus. Mine was, in my, mom was in my mother's car. She let me borrow it for the date. I went to a movie. And then my mom's car go. right
1: there. My first high stakes kiss was like fifth, sixth grade. Like the you spin the, you know, where I was like, oh. Like this means something. This means something, man. <laughs> and it was like, we were playing spin. I was like a, a girl who was like three years older than me in school wanted to go out with me because I did Pee Wee Herman for the talent show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And I did the (laughs) tequila. And I was Uh, like doing the dance and like had white shoes on. And she was like, I think I was in fifth grade and she was in seventh. This was a huge deal. Wow,
2: congrats, man. Who knew? Who
1: knew, dude? (laughs) Yes, Pee Wee was big at this time, dude, okay? And uh, I just remember like I went to a party with some older kids and the spin the bottle got way out of control. Where like it wasn't just kissing, they were just like, go outside and give her a hickey. And I just, ugh, what happened to Hickey's, dude?
0: Oh, no, you yeah, know, was, it was... Well, uh, people it got,
3: wised up. It yeah, got they, to the point, they fell
0: off. It got Well, why are you wearing a turtleneck? Well, don't ask me what's under there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me what's under my turtleneck. Yeah, oh, yeah, Yeah, so
1: gross, dude.
0: Well, do you remember Seven Minutes in Heaven? Oh, yeah. What was that again? It was, you go in the closet, after I, you spin the bottle... Lights off. You got to go in the closet with them for uh, seven right. minutes. And you just that's usually just time. sit there and giggle.
3: <laughs> I wonder what they think you were doing. I was well, definitely
1: above my pay grade where stuff was happening at this party that I'm like, goop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, right, can I just do the dance again? <laughs> I just wanted to go home. <laughs> so I,
0: I don't think there's a, worst, a worse first kiss story than this. So a Turkish model posted shots online after she made out with a guy for the first time. And he bit the tip of her tongue off. Oh, oh my God.
3: Man, that's wow. yeah. not how you do it. Failing
0: great. It's, it's hard to tell if he bit it clean off or if it was dangling, but she went to the hospital in Istanbul to have it like the little tip of her tongue sewn back on. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. She says she'd known the guy for about a month. Uh, it was the first time they'd, they'd hooked up. I don't know if she plans on like, giving this guy another shot or not. She's still not even sure how it happened. Her best guess is he didn't know how to kiss or he got a little too excited about making out with a model. Luckily, doctors stitched her back up, and she's okay now. But ah,
3: that's ah. awful. That's yeah. awful. Now, how does one how does one make that mistake? I mean, I was- oh, on God. a trampoline or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe on a, on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Off roading. It's yeah. <laughs> it's 2023, so so maybe we need to loosen up a bit. If you are single, what would you consider the ideal date to unleash that first kiss? Date one, two, or three, or the date of your wedding, which Scott would go with.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, honestly, ideal. If it's an ideal date, I would say it ends with a kiss. The first date. If it's an ideal one, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if, if you here, if you know, yeah. like sparks are flying, and we are seeing each other again in days. Here, just making out, bro. I didn't say making out.
0: Just a, what kind of kiss?
3: Just a nice, solid, like. Hey, this has, been, this has been great. Let's seal the evening with, with a nice kiss, yeah, and I'll smooch. see you in a couple days. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm talking sparks are flying here. Well,
1: sparks are flying. <laughs> I'm doing more than kissing.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man, dog uh, A dating website <laughs>
0: recently—that's what I'm saying. We're adults here. A dating website recently conducted a survey and found that 45% of people say the second date is the perfect time to have the first kiss. Really? Yeah, twenty-six percent say the third. Fifteen percent say the first.
3: Really?
1: Yeah, there is a lot of pressure on the first. I feel Se- like second's good.
3: Second date for you is breakfast.
1: No, no, no. I am not saying that. I am just saying, like, I am surprised people say that. I feel like there is a lot of pressure on first date kisses, and I, I think that sucks. I am always like, hey, let's just a good go night. have. I'll even preface the date sometimes if I really like somebody. You know, back I'd just be like, let's just go have fun. Yeah, no, no pressure. pressure. First dates are weird. Let's go have a good time together. And then yeah, we'll let's see... T-
0: let's tap our expectations.
1: And that almost always, like, chills out. Because then it's not that weird, like, is now? Now? Right. Should I do it now? Yeah, what about setting- now? <laughs> now? It's just, like, sucks.
0: <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> setting that... Pr- like, setting that rule at the beginning, I think, yeah. is a pretty good idea. Especially yeah. that first date is very awkward. Getting to know each other. Let's just go our separate ways, and let- let's let let everything kind of marinate.
3: Yeah, but sometimes that anxiety... or that, I hate to use the word anxiety. is so overused. But that, that like... Attention that, that, that,
1: yeah,
0: this is why
3: that's, that's the fun of it.
2: It'll still be there on the second date, yeah. The second date, because first date, no, I highly you're, encourage you're you. You're probably
3: gonna have a disclaimer for that, too.
2: No, no, you have to go for coffee on the first date, so that
3: it's like 40 minutes. You're All in bets
0: out. are off on the second
2: date,
3: and the second dates where it can be sparky. Well, he said the word ideal, and ideal, date okay, that's today, a good call, isn't, isn't like a quick, like, hey, let's do a a preface. Okay, I'm talking about so chapter one.
0: They dug down a little more in here. 21% of people said they should, they should ask somebody if you could kiss them before going in for the first kiss. 4% say go in without asking. 75% said depends on the situation. Now, when it does happen, 98% said the first kiss ideally should last less than 10 seconds. Hmm. And more specifically, most say between 3 and 5 seconds. I agree. Tongue.
3: On the first only if one. You buy I it. don't know about that. Yeah. No, no, no. I would say only if. So I. I only would, if it's wild. I, I would not initiate that. No. If it was initiated.
1: I'm just curious what percentage are going for it. You know what I mean? There's a percentage out there that right. they're going I for. I wonder. It. I first kiss. A- here comes tongue, baby.
0: <laughs>
3: There's a percentage out there that that is every kiss. Yeah, it's happening.
1: Well, yeah. on, on
0: what date do you do you tell your partner that you have this at home? Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show sex toy review. Yeah, when do you, when do you tell your partner you have this at home?
3: Uh, personally, never, because I won't have this at home. No way what? in heck. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you just saw what it was? Yeah, I was trying to make the, out. I was looking at it photo. for a minute. and I'm like, "Why
1: are you showing me that?" And then <laughs> I realized what I'm looking so at. So, what's it called?
3: Uh, this is called the silicone plug and ring. So, is
1: this a stopper for your?
3: Well, yeah, kind of, kind of a, kind of a drain stopper. Looks like, like a pee pee leash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cork. It's a leash and a cork. Yeah. That really is what it is. Does what look it like is. a pee pee leash. <laughs> It is a. It is a. But it's theory. a stopper, though. You want to go for a walk, buddy? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> That's
3: what he's doing. He's like he's leading it. <laughs> okay. So uh, the, the description is. Uh, it just says wrap the ring around. You know, right uh-huh. there. The head, and then yeah. insert the 100% silicone plug into right in right in there. Right, right in there, and it says for a super sexy look. <laughs> <laughs> the price of this item is 17.95, so totally reasonable. Uh, there was a couple that seemed like they come with two. One may have like a slightly different texture to the other. Uh, five stars reviews are out of this world, guys. Uh, and, the, and most of the, review, from the reviews from who? <laughs> dude, this is an extremely popular one because apparently really? this is uh, sounding for beginners. Ah. Uh. Here's the review. Uh, It comes from uh, Anonymous, uh, five stars. Number one rule is to make sure everything is ultra clean, hands, privates, and especially the toy. This arrived discreetly and clean in a sealed package, a simple product that's hard to get wrong. These are silky smooth with no manufacturing seams and insert comfortably full length. This is a solid starter kit, not really intended for stretchers or other advanced users. Uh, Let's see. I got the large.
0: Dipping your toe into that world. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Good size on the large one. It feels A-M-A-Z-I-N-G. I I will never use my old sound again. I am somewhat experienced with deep sounding, but only smaller diameter smooth silicone. Uh, Then they go on to talk about how the XL one is is for them, but you can get the small or the regular Mm -hmm. original. Super flexible. uh, If that's what you're looking for. And then talks about using it with other toys and that being out of this world. I also like to use the Electro Stim Cage. Oh.
0: The Electro Stim Cage.
3: (sighs) And he goes on to say, E Stim with sound is awesome. Uh, For a first time or two, this is all for you. uh, If you want to get into some fun stuff, they said. That's how they ended Uh, it. Well, you uh,
0: see, so this has got like a retrieval cord.
3: Yeah. So it doesn't
0: get lost up in there. I well, think you don't that,
3: want a wireless one. I think that's what the leash is for.
1: Yeah, I think that's what the leash is
0: for. Yeah,
3: so it's sounding with a leash. <laughs>
1: well, first of all, if you give that long a review, put your name on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long review for an anonymous.
3: Oh, and that was, and that was cut down a little bit. There's more details. <sighs> put I your
1: put name in. on it. If it's so great.
3: Put your name on When's
1: it. When's your birthday? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know what I'm getting you.
0: The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and. You said well, under 20 bucks, right? It's a $17.95. Yeah, $18. Bucks, White dude. elephant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alpha after the break, uh, Moon's got your crap on celebrities.
2: Hey there, this is comedian Nikki Glazer, St. Louis native, and you're listening to my favorite show, The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz.
0: All right, welcome back. Ray Williams is here. So this is uh, I find this is funny as uh, uh which celebrity looks like they smell bad? <laughs>
3: oh, man, I i have what a lot What celebrity of guesses.
0: looks like they smell bad? And I I, I mean you want some No, I'm I wanna hear from you guys first, because I have a list of what okay. some people wrote.
3: I have one and I and I and I don't feel bad as bad saying this because I think the They're majority okay with it. I think the majority of his, like, initial uh, introduction to Hollywood and all that was kind of a character that was supposed to look like that. Got and ahead. that's Zach Galifianakis.
0: Mm. Mm. So you think... No, mm. uh, that's not one that between, of them.
3: That between the ferns or whatever, like, his his whole character's... Like Greasy? Yeah, I thought, I mean... Yeah, he's not temped. He's not on the list?
0: He, well, there's no real list. It's like what other people... were. Uh, that's the first time I'm hearing a Zach Galifianakis You see what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. Who do, you think? who do you think? I'm going to go. First of all, like I think smell. the ones
1: that do stink are not the ones that look like they do. I bet it's the hottest ones that smell because they're probably like, I don't use like deodorant. You know what? So Brad, Pitt, uh, Brad Pitt made a lot
3: of oh, posts. That's because, that's because he said one time that he, he does doesn't shower. take a lot of showers. Yeah.
1: I bet McConaughey stinky too. But, he made the list too, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> but I'll tell you who I think looks like they should stink. I would say Post Malone.
0: Post Malone was the number one. Uh, more yep. people wrote Post Malone down. I believe yep. that. Than anybody
1: else. Sweet guy. I'm sure he smells great, but he looks mm-hmm. like he would smell like a dumpster.
3: <laughs> oh, really? I feel, I feel like no matter what he smells like, I'm not smelling anything but weed anyway. Yeah. And yeah.
0: cigarettes. He smokes a lot of cigarettes. Oh, okay. Like he is a big time cigarette smoker.
2: He has the beer and the cigarette anytime he's on stage.
0: Uh, who do you think looks like they smell bad?
2: Artie Lang. Oh. You know, I know he wouldn't smell yeah. bad. I guarantee he doesn't smell bad, but he
3: looks like he should. Yeah. Well, he's done so much damage to his nose. Yeah. Maybe he does because he doesn't know that he
2: smells. <laughs> bad. That's true. Yeah.
0: Artie. Um. Pete Davidson for me.
3: Oh, <gasps> great call. Okay. I don't think so, but I know I I see yeah. why people
0: would think that. Like Pete Davidson. I bet
3: you that guy smells great. I don't know. He I can see him
2: being the kind of guy. It's like, eh. Three four days without a shower. Just uh, Pete cool. Davidson
0: and I thought, man, it's it, this person either smells really bad or sm- or really good. Jason Momoa, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. He, there's no middle ground there. He either or smells he just has really a sweet good- stink. <laughs> you know saying, what I mean? I, mean, I, I feel like chili. he smells
3: like ma- like wood, like oak or mahogany, or the or ocean. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know he's Aquaman. He smells <laughs> like the ocean. Yeah. But he either smells really bad or really pleasant. Yes, he
3: smells like that. leather in an ocean breeze. Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: Uh, some other people said uh, Jared Leto uh, probably smells bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke. Oh.
3: Mm. <sighs> I don't I know. He dresses. Uh, but I don't see That's him. probably because of Not Mickey Mouse. Mickey his, Oh, sorry. Okay. Mickey that's probably from a lot of the characters because all of his recent yeah. characters yeah. have been like these mean, greasy dudes. I, I
1: agree with this. Russell Brand. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's one of those ones that's like uh, he seems like he would be against... Deodorant, aluminum, (laughs) aluminum, aluminum. Shia LaBeouf,
0: yeah, okay. Johnny Depp, Uh,
3: I can see that.
1: Uh, Billy Bob Thornton,
3: Uh, ironically, I've been been around him a few times, and he smells pretty good.
1: Stetson man. He seems like mm-hmm. a Stetson man. He seems like a man, a southern man <laughs> who would take pride. <laughs> he seems like he's he seems like he puts his cologne on still with his hands. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't spray it on. He, he splashes puts it, it on. Yeah. He rubs it together and
3: he
0: yeah. puts it on his neck,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, English leather style.
3: He he does kind of carry spice. <laughs> he does kind <laughs> of carry himself. He's old school. O- old school. My the, old
1: spice in the white bottle. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He's putting it. <laughs> He's rubbing it together, putting it on the back of his neck.
3: The few times I've been around him, he's very serious. He's got
1: a comb and barbicide
3: in his... Yeah, in the the, the blue blue liquid.
1: At all times, he's like slicking his hair back while he's smoking a cigarette. Uh, Bam Margera. Yeah,
3: Yeah,
0: he's got his problems. That's probably a reason why he smells bad. Now, somebody said Sammy Hagar. I would have to disagree with that. I think Sammy Hagar smells like he always stepped out of the shower.
3: Hmm. No, no. First of all, this is not a list of people who smell bad. This is a list of people who, who everyone like assumes yeah. they smell bad. No, to me, he doesn't. But he's always, he always looks like he just came off of a beach. And you have to admit, if you're on a beach for a couple days, there is like a thing.
2: And he's we, at we, the they, bar the whole time at the beach.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can understand why he's people would think
2: that. He's got the tequila sweats, that. dude. <laughs> Dancing at nighttime, not showering the next day except yeah. for the salt.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see how people would
2: think that.
0: Randy Quaid. Oh, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's Everybody one.
1: can see why people he's would think that. Off the deep end, man.
0: Randy Quaid. And somebody said Adam Sandler. I could see that too.
1: Sandman. Yeah. Nah, I bet he smells good.
0: Uh, he's always playing pickup basketball with people. He's mm. putting on
1: Calvin Klein one. <laughs> oh, CK
0: one? CK one. Yeah. He's yeah. put some
1: CK one. <laughs> he does a have a couple squirts of money. up under there. Up but under but his he's always up.
0: wearing baggy sweatpants and, and like big basketball sneakers, big yeah. sweatshirt. He plays a lot of basketball. Still rich. Okay.
1: Well, well, that's a good point. He could be walking around. It's New York too, which is like it's not convenient to do anything there. So you gotta just kinda accept your stink. Like yep. if you do something and you get sweaty. You, blend in. you just kinda moving on. Well, it's just not convenient to do any New York, you pack your whole life in a backpack. You take the train into you're Manhattan and day. that's you're gone for the day. And gone whatever happens, day. happens. If you get rained on. You're not not
0: swinging back home to do something. You're out for the day.
1: You're out for the day.
0: I will tell you personally the smelliest, famous person I've ever been around. And this was uh, the year 2001. Michael Stipe from R.E.M. Oh, boy. That's
1: me in the corner. (laughs) No wonder.
0: (laughs) There was a ripeness there that I'd never experienced before. Yeah. Whoa.
3: We've, we've known some trouble.
1: Now, is this post-show? No. This is like this in is the studio? This is up an interview. Okay.
3: Mm. Well, here's, here's, here's an idea, just to be fair. To, we, Scott and I know some, some, some guys that have seen some rough times in the rock and roll industry and, and not so tough times. Uh, but when times were tougher, a lot of times they would be in a van or in a bus mm. or something, and they weren't able to wash okay. their show clothes. Yeah. And they might have stage clothes that they're doing these interviews in that smell like they've been Michael on. Michael
0: Stipe, at that point in 2001, was not taking a tour bus.
3: Like I'm this just saying, R. M- maybe, maybe there's stage clothes. R.E.M.
2: does not tour a bus. Okay. Yeah. Right. We also had a buddy that used to wear a leather coat. It could be 150 degrees outside <laughs> or whatever. He wore it nonstop, and yep. he would drink a couple of bottles of uh, booze every night. Yeah. yeah, that dude was smelling well, yeah, good. He was nasty. Uh, Let's do crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, Moon, what
0: do we got?
3: All right, Crap On is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best to flush the rest. BrighthouseCo.com, 636-600-0188.
0: Machine Gun Kelly. See, I I don't get that vibe from him. I I think he actually smells pretty good. He has a fancy shower
3: at home. Weed. Uh, Ron Howard wants Backdraft to be the next of his movies to get the TV series treatment. That's the 1991 firefighter movie starring Kurt Russell and William Baldwin. Uh, Baldwin. Uh, Ron told Entertainment Weekly that Backdraft would be really good. You could get the scope and the intensity that we had to do all in camera. Now we could do it efficiently and safely. I think it'd be pretty awesome. The only
0: thing I remember from that movie was uh, one of the Baldwins had sex on top of the fire truck. Yeah. And that was pretty, at the time, was pretty, like, all right. Uh, that was an... <laughs>
3: What year did that come out? Ninety one. Yeah. Ninety one. Let me see that. That's a long time ago. He
1: didn't have much of a career, but Billy Baldwin had some pretty monumental sex scenes. He, he had did. the fire there. truck, Cindy Crawford and Fair Game. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yep, on yep. a train car. Yeah. Come on.
0: He's married to uh, China yeah. Phillips. I don't know, man.
3: He's the one from Sliver, right? Mm mm-hmm. hmm. He, he's married. Maybe he's got to- the slick.
2: Like the yeah, yeah. So back the really
3: bright blue eyes. Oh yeah. Isn't that him? That's the one. On yeah, me. they're all handsome. Man, that family.
0: He's skinny Alec. Good. China Phillips still married. 1995.
3: If this were to happen, by the way, this would be Ron's third movie to become a series. Anybody else know the other ones? One is P- recent. Parenthood. Parenthood, which by the way, I just saw that again uh, last week. It's, the original. It's hysterical. It takes place in Kirkwood.
0: Yes, the original. Which I didn't Parenthood. know. It's all, all St. Martin. Yeah, that's
3: 1989's Parenthood. parent. Uh, parent Parenthood, that was adopted into a series in 1990 for one season, and then the second time in 2010 for six seasons. And 1988's... Uh,
0: wait, 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 wait. Ron, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Movie
3: turned sitcom? Movie turned series. Not a sitcom. Series. Very it came recent. out in 88? The movie came out in 88. The series just came out. Oh, okay. On Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and it's called Willow.
1: Oh, hello. I didn't realize he was part of that.
3: Yep. Uh, YouTuber slash influencer Corey Struve, I think it's Struve, was arrested at a hotel bar near the golf course at uh, Pebble Beach, California on Sunday. Police say Corey was celebrating her birthday and she got hammered. Uh, She started getting belligerent, and then security asked her to return to her room. She refused. Police recall during the arrest, she started kicking cops. She was booked on several charges, including public intoxication, trespassing, resisting arrest, and battery on an officer. Corey denies resisting arrest or attacking an officer and says that she was slammed to the floor in handcuffs without being read her rights. Uh, she says, I don't know who this is. I don't, I don't either, but apparently, I mean, this is like a story everywhere. Corey Struve. I'm not up on my YouTuber slash influencer. So she's though, an influencer. Admittedly. Hmm. What does she do? Um, she YouTubes and influences. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what i have here in the official description. Uh Graceland, a lot of people have been talking about where Graceland is going to go now that Lisa Marie Presley has passed. It will go to her three daughters, just like she wanted. After Lisa Marie suddenly died, fans wondered, "It's bulldozing. It. Who's going to inherit it? What they're going to do with this famous estate?" On Monday, a rep for Graceland confirmed that the Memphis, Tennessee property, which is in a trust, will benefit Riley, 33 and Twins Heartburn Finley.
0: That's I tell you what, the bulldozers are waiting. Let's get rid of it. That's the home that
3: Lisa Marie grew up in and also the home where Elvis died in 77 at age 42 when his daughter was nine. Have you guys been? I've, I still I've have never not been. been.
1: Uh, I hear it's... I have. I hear it's not. What you think? Great. Well, here's what I'll tell you. I tried to go on like a Sunday and it wasn't open. And like, it's in a weird place. It's like across from a church's chicken. Is uh, it really? For real. For real. I sat at a church's chicken and stared at Graceland out the window, and I was like, this is weird. Did you go, it's in like, like Elvis? Yeah, it's just kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's by itself kind of off in a weird part of town that's like strip malls and stuff, and then across the street is just this big rolling estate in Graceland. Crazy. It's like, everything around it has been commercialized.
0: Is it like it's, the Alamo?
1: Like, the Alamo
0: is been, in the middle Alamo, of a yeah. like. It's across
3: from Ripley's, believe it or not, and all that.
0: You uh, think it's this grand place, but it's, it's not. It's not in the middle of nowhere. So, so you, you never went in?
1: That wasn't open. We couldn't ah, go. We, we went there specifically to go, and man, uh, it wasn't open. Is, is the house, t- I mean, you saw the outside. Is the house itself like? Yeah, I mean, it looks like a, yeah, it looks like a manor of sorts. My wife's know?
3: been, she says it's super interesting. I mean, the house itself is really cool I heard it's people. wild.
1: Like, they've they've kept everything. Like,
3: yeah, she, she's like, it's like my grandma's house if freaking Elvis lived in yeah. it. Um, you so know what I mean? So Elvis is buried
0: on the grounds, isn't he? Uh, Elvis
3: purchased the home in 1957 for $100,000. In 2020, Rolling Stone reported its estimated worth as uh, around $500 million. Lisa Marie was adamant Whoa. that the property stay in the family. Graceland was given to me and will always be mine, she said. Uh, and then it will pass to my children and never be sold. Now, I'm pretty sure Elvis is there. His parents are there. And then uh, I, I, maybe Lisa, I think Lisa gonna Marie going to be there. I think
0: Lisa Marie is going to be buried there. Okay.
3: But uh, Elvis and his
0: parents. And, her son, her, son right, and her son
3: is there. That's right. And her son is there. Uh, a sad
0: story It says she had a very troubled, you know, youth And it was all sad, sad kind of existence
3: um, Some Disney Plus news They're going to premiere a documentary on uh, Irish uh, rockers U2 On St. Patty's Day, March 17th And the doc host David Letterman travels to Dublin To hang out with Bono and The Edge Before a concert performance Unlike anything they've done before Inside a small theater uh, it looks pretty cool. Bono and The Edge, a sort of homecoming with David Letterman's St. Pat premiere date, coincides with the release of U2's album uh, "Songs of Surrender." All, uh, speaking of Disney Plus, the trailer for Mal- *Mandalorian* season three just hit. Did you see I didn't that? I see it. No, no. It looks pretty cool. It returns on March 1st on Disney Plus. Let's get into this ultimate classic Rock.com list of the most hated rock songs and albums. Oh boy! So I got the top eight. Of uh, the most hated rock songs and the top 10 of the albums to start throwing out there. Most hated
0: rock songs. I'll give you an
3: example. Um, Number eight is Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh, yeah, that song. Number seven, you're going to get if you think it through. I'd say 70s.
0: Can you name the artist? Sticks. Come Sail Away or Mr. Roboto?
3: Mr. Roboto. Um... Something kind of similar. Starship is number six.
0: Oh, we built the city. We built the city. They oh, that. disagree, dude. Oh, that's a great song. Uh, and they say that's the worst song of all time.
3: Really? You mentioned a disagree. Sti- you mentioned a stinky singer. Phil Collins. No. What? No. Michael Stipe. Oh, Michael Stipe. REM uh, featuring losing My Religion. Nope.
0: Shiny Happy People.
3: Shiny Happy People. Uh, B- Billy Joel make the list. Makes the list number four.
0: If they say we didn't start the fire. They
3: said we didn't start the
0: fire. Uh, that's a great song.
3: Phil Collins is on the list at number that's three great. with Susudio. Uh they say, oh. <laughs> I know. Just give us uh, your
0: artist. Let, let us figure out Okay, what
3: number two, the Beach Boys.
0: Oh, uh, they're gonna say Kokomo.
3: Oh Kokomo. They did say Kokomo.
0: Oh, uh, it's a great a song. song. And num- great. number number, on
3: number one, as far as the songs go, Aerosmith
1: Smith. Uh dude looks like a lady. Uh, Sweet. Wait, don't say it yet.
3: I haven't said it yet. You haven't, you haven't not. Oh, made pink this yet. is my favorite color. No, but that's, no, that's, cool one. that's it. the most hated ones. Okay. And you probably will agree with this. Maybe not number one on the list.
0: So, as far as Aerosmith goes, I'm, I'm in the, th- I love Aerosmith. Me too. Um, Probably, I don't want to miss a thing from the Armageddon soundtrack. I know. This song no. sucks. <laughs> I hate this song, It is a I'm snooze there. fest It bought a
2: few houses
3: for me It is a snooze fest For
2: sure It, a I'm it, gonna, it was, was fest for program. somebody
1: else huh? Leanne Rhymes.
0: It's,
3: a, so it's a country song Like Michael Peterson Or somebody did Look
0: who Look who was supposed to do this And they're like nah
3: And this sounds like A Celine Dion song Uh no No What's the, the, uh, It does sound title like again? A country song What's the title again Leanne Rhymes. I don't want to miss a
0: thing I can't imagine Celine
3: Dion singing this. No, because yes, I can, can. I can only hear this as a country song, like John Michael Montgomery or something. Uh, albums? Anybody?
1: Number I'm still two. reeling from this Starship thing, man. <laughs> uh, I, we did a. We didn't prepare for a project in school, and we did. We just had Wade, my buddy Wade, brought his keyboard in. He's like, "We built this school. <laughs> we built this school on your tax dollars."
0: Number nine. Number
3: nine is uh, Neil Young.
1: Okay. Oh, after the gold rush? Nah,
3: trans. Oh, I don't know right. what that is. Uh, number eight, Van Halen. Uh, it's got
1: to be Hagar. Hagar, Halen. Uh, it's not John. No, 1984?
3: No, no, it's Van Halen 3. Never mind. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, number six is Metallica and a guest. Oh, the Lou Reed. That's right. that's called Lou terrible. Lou. Uh, number five is uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Unfinished music number one, Two Virgins is what it's called. Uh, number four, Kiss.
0: Uh, Pick one.
3: I don't know music from the elder. I don't know, I don't know that
0: Oh, that was our concept break that almost broke up the band. It was. Yeah. It was what terrible. was the concept? <laughs> uh, it was like a. I think it was like a medieval fantasy. Kind of thing. Yeah. Fantasy it sounds
1: like a Renaissance fair.
3: Emerson, Lake and Palmer were number three with Love Beach. Number two is Bob Dylan.
1: Oh, uh, sw- his swing album. Oh my God. Uh,
3: it's called Self Portrait. Uh. And then the m- number one most hated rock album of all time is by Allman and Woman. This is Greg Allman and Cher together. They did a record called To The Hard Way.
0: Hmm. They were married for a hot minute. They, they were? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. I, I think it was, like, weeks. I think they were married for, like, two weeks.
3: Just enough to do a record that Just everyone time hates. Just enough to do Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: did you find it, Scott? I, the only thing I could f- I'm finding is that Diane Warren. Well, Di- yeah, it's a she Diane Warren song. And um, she um,
3: She wrote it, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So she's a huge, you know...
1: It's a studio I'm trying also to find that that that's hurts. That hurts,
0: dude. All right, celebrities celebrating their birthday today. Uh, YouTuber Jake Paul's 26. DJ Calvin Harris is 39. Former NBA star Dwayne Wade is 41. Uh, Kim Kardashian's partner in that sex tape. What's his name? Ray, Ray J? J. Ray J. is 42 today. Uh, Kid Rock is 52. Rapper Lil Jon is 52. Former First Lady Michelle Obama is 59. Jim Carrey is 61. Singer for the Bengals, Susanna Hoffs. Is 64. Steve Mother Effin Harvey, 65. Country singer Steve Earle is 68. Maury Povich is 84. And the legendary voiceover guy. He is the voice of Darth Vader. Ah. Oh. James Earl Jones is how old?
3: Excuse me, Mr. Earl Jones, he's 93.
0: 93. 88. 88.
3: I'm going to say 96. 96. He is ninety-two. Dang! Ooh. Yo, I have a. Uh, I have an update. I have a uh, Mister Mark Chestnut doing. I don't want to miss the thing. Yeah. Who's Mark Chestnut? Oh, man. Country. Uh, a country guy. That's I, I'm telling you. I I, yeah. I, only, I knew this I, song was a country was song. But somebody
0: it. was originally gonna sing it for that soundtrack.
2: Oh. Who? A Canadian female singer, Celine Dion. Yes, yeah, Celine Dion. Get on out of here. Yep.
3: You can't hear Celine Dion singing that song. No, and neither could Celine. That's why she didn't do it. I'm right. But it was probably written for her. That don't mean nothing. Well, I wrote a song for Metallica, but somebody else did. Well, for
1: what it's worth, Steven Tyler looks more and more like Celine Dion every day. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet is Sophie D. And today's birthday girl has been in 345 films, including Rax Volume 3, A Wife with a Secret, Lesbian Guilty Pleasures, While the Men Are Away, Big Wet Butts 12, Alien Babes in Heat, Diesel Dongs 25, <laughs> Strawberry Milk Jugs, Missy Behaven, <laughs> Scott's favorite, The Sphincter Chronicles. <laughs>
2: it's a good series.
0: <laughs> Moon's favorite, Tonsil Train. Oh, <laughs> and Rafe's favorite. Who could forget her role in two, uh, 2014's Balls Destroyed? <laughs> yeah, give me that leash. Sophie D. is 39 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap off. Get you a
3: little piece of this, this country version. Tell me this wasn't a country song from Got the it. beginning.
0: Mark Chestnut. I was thinking, how can we make this song worse? We did it. Got it. <laughs> we did it, guys.
1: My... The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. <laughs>
0: All right, King Scott has your headline goo after the break.
4: Happy birthday, Riz. You're listening
2: to The Riz Show.
0: So King Scott loves it when there's a professional comedian in here like, like Rafe. Yeah. And he does headline. Because, I mean, you, you've been doing it for years, right I mean, you, you take apart these jokes. I want you right. to give a lighter grade when King Scott is done. All right.
2: And the reason I love doing this in front of... Professional comedians is it's probably gonna teach him a thing or two. That's right. <laughs> yeah, feel free to
0: use any of these jokes. What's going on in the news today?
2: Alright, King Scott, headlong goo. Prince Harry cut four hundred pages from his memoir that were hurtful to the royal family, and they were mostly bald jokes about William. Timely and topical. Mm-hmm. Mm. The CEO of Apple took a 40% pay cut, and it's part of the company effort to reduce costs. They also discontinued free juice boxes for factory workers. Okay. Sweatshop jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. U.S. cancer deaths are down since the early 1990s, and experts call it proof that watching Pauly Shore movies causes cancer. Savage.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you like that one.
0: Went hard on the wheeze. <laughs> hey, Son-in-Law is a classic. I agree. It's pretty much so. it's a great movie.
2: Since 1965, housing prices have increased by 118%, while wages have only increased by 15%. And now you have a fun fact to share with your five roommates. Ew. All right. Today is Popeye Day, so remember, kids, eat your spinach, and you, too, can grow up to be a raging, violent psychopath.
3: All right. Oh, man. I that's a, that du- dude's from uh, Chester, Chester, Illinois. Chester, Illinois. Oh, I right. not won- I mean to wonder- assault your state. Yeah, dude. I wonder Sorry. if they're throwing a party over there. <laughs> We always stop at the subway because I think it's the only thing in Chester. Well, at least it is on that stretch of highway that we cut through.
0: Why would you stop at a subway in Chester? Why don't you just wait till the next town over to buy? Because <laughs> there's not really a next else. town
3: over. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the spot where like oh, we're hungry, Dad. Like okay, the home of Popeyes coming up here. There's that. And subway, there's no Popeyes remember? there, huh? Oh, Popeye's That's chicken. Wild.
0: Yeah. Or no. Chester's chicken. Or I, Chester's yeah, chicken. Come on. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of opportunity for chicken in Chester. There's Illinois. a statue, I believe. Wow.
3: Is it a statue or is it a sign?
1: I don't know. Oh, you haven't been there? I, I mean, I think there's a statue. Now, was the spinach that Popeye ate, was it like
0: cream
3: spinach? Because that. It always looked nasty. It was it in always looked nasty. It, it was
2: watery. Can. It had to be that just spinach and water, you know, that you, you're supposed to, I don't know. You just, because he. There's no cream to that.
0: I think he yeah, pop open the can yeah. and it just fly into his mouth, <laughs> which is pretty
2: neat. Yeah, and speaking of food, I hope Chester has one of these. Uh, if you eat all 25 sandwiches on the Jimmy John's menu, you can win a beanbag chair. Bonus: you can also look like a beanbag chair. Okay.
1: <laughs> Good structure. <laughs> I like that one.
2: <laughs> Eating spicy foods like chili peppers can prolong your life. The downside is that most of those extra years you get will be spent on the toilet.
1: Okay. No.
2: Nice. It <laughs> evens out. The Magnum P.I. moved from CBS to NBC, and sadly, most of his viewers moved from CBS to Heaven.
1: Oh, mm. that's the best one. <laughs> that was by far
2: your best <laughs> one. a <laughs> good
1: And not a good one. Oh, no, we got more. Uh-oh.
2: the last This is where you sure. get at your closer, is, yeah, dude. <laughs> you got to get off. <laughs> this, is, this is gambling <laughs> right Leave here. What
1: do. Oh, man. We even want more. but I was <laughs> barely wanting any. We're playing with house money at this point. Come on. From All CBS right. to heaven
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maury Povich is 84 years old today He used to be famous for making paternity announcements Now that's Nick Cannon's job Okay, that's a good one and Good Nick Cannon Oscar. burn And uh, finally, Michael Strahan is getting a star in Hollywood Walk of Fame And it'll be in front of the gap Okay Yeah <laughs> <made> the
0: goobie <laughs> in here <All> to you right. <laughs> uh, got Michael Strahan yeah. he's, got, he's got the thing in his front of his
1: we got it. I had it took me a minute. I was like, straight hand, straight hand, straight hand, and then I was like, okay. A pregnant pause before the gap would have helped.
0: Mm, oh, yeah.
1: See, we'll work on it. have If you'd have been his, we'll be in front of the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: The
2: head thing too. Yeah. The head
1: thing too. Yeah, sell it, brother.
0: All right, well done, yeah. King Scott. Alright, we'll take job, one final man. break. We'll come back and wrap her up. It's the Rizzuto show. Alright, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. First off, thanks to Ray Williams. Hey. We love you. You'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow, man. Back tomorrow. Uh, I know you got something to plug.
1: Yes. So my good friend Jody Werner, uh, her family's house burned down, unfortunately, over the holiday season. Yeah. It's a super big bummer. Uh, we're trying to help them out and raise some money this Saturday at the Improv Shop uh, in St. Louis. Go to the improvshop.com. We're doing a fundraiser. We're going to do a bunch of raffles, giveaways, silent auctions. It's 25 bucks a ticket. I got multiple headliners on the show, including myself. And uh, we and, and we also have improv headliners, Mrs. Somebody, which is Kevin McKernan and Andy Slowey, two very funny, funny guys. Um, we're just going to come out and try to raise some money to help her family out. It's very important to me. If you got nothing to do this Saturday, come out and see the show. Got a whole bunch of really funny comics on it. And I'll talk more about it tomorrow. Uh, that's the improv shop. You got it, the improv shop.
0: Right, that's awesome. We'll put it up on the socials too, Scott, if you would uh, yeah, be so kind as to put that up there just uh, so everybody has all the details. All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got?
3: Everything we covered today, Riz News, crap on celebrities, uh, sexy time, fun facts. We were a day late, but hey, we, we got it in there. 45% of people say the second date is the ideal time for the first kiss. Uh, a story that might be the worst first kiss ever. You got to see what happens oh, to this man. person. Uh, horrible. Uh, some new dating app stuff and uh, they've now banned ghosting and talking to multiple people at once with a brand new app. If if that's been trouble for you you got to check this out. And a woman catches a neighbor having an affair and the internet is uh, p- pretty upset with her actually about uh, what her decision might be. Mm-hmm. So check it all out. Sexy Time Fun Facts uh, and everything else. 1057 com slash Riz. Today the podcast title is Ambushed by Comedy with Rafe23. <laughs> we also went over the list of uh, all the uh, not accepted vanity plates for Missouri. The list was like 500.
0: Yeah, it was funny.
3: And some of them are, some of them are funny, so we went so, over that in the beginning. Some
0: of you go, You tried to, you, you thought somebody would approve
3: this? Right, yeah, yeah. I want to know, I still want to know more details about the, the, the process. Like, yeah. how many people are, are
0: uh, on the committee, like, yay or nay?
3: Yeah, I know, oh, and, and a lot of people were, were, were tweeting us different ones that they've seen that you wouldn't believe got through. Yeah. So if you if you have an example, a picture of a license plate, a vanity plate that is just obscene or whatever and got through the process, send it over. Let us know. At R-I-Z-Z show.
0: All right, anything else, fellas, Scott? I think that's it. Moon?
3: Uh, no, just uh, Saturday afternoon I'll be at the pit party at Monster Jam. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, bring your, bring your earplugs if you're going.
3: Yes, yes. Bring the uh, the old uh, headset, you know, like uh, some, uh, what do you call those things? The cans. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Bring some cans. Rafe, anything else? That's it for me, man. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member the Day, brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Barn. Grill proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Louis, Eric Ezel is our Team Riz member of the Day.
2: Yeah. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.